What's up, everybody? Welcome to This Is Your Fantasy Podcast. This is your host, Billy F. Gates. I'm here with my guys, uh, Paul The Truth and the double champion, Purple Cobras. We got my guy, Ryan Mulvaney, in the building. How are you gentlemen doing? We know how Ryan is doing. How are you doing, Paul? Oh, you know, I'm just getting over this heartbreak uh, from uh, Sunday, but you know, uh, other than that, man, happy for my boy Ryan over here. Yeah, man. How does it feel, man? Um, probably not as good as it should. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being honest, yeah. I mean, no, it was a good weekend, but uh, yeah, I know the first thing we're gonna hop into is is what happened on Monday, and that you know, thankfully we got some good news today about that, which we'll we'll go over. But yeah, I'm feeling. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. It was a, um, I think I'm, I'm like worn out. That was a hell of a run, dude, for 18, <laughs> almost 18 weeks. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> hey, he sounds like a real fantasy player going into the offseason. Hey, I got to, you know, go home and, you know, hang out with the wife and kids. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about next year and see if I'm going to hang them up. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. That's a... right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> talking about retirement here. It's been a long road. Can't wait for the OTAs, huh? The next next season or what? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna take the uh, next couple months off and get ready for the NFL draft, and he's right back to it, you know. For sure, <laughs> got to get his uh, little draft notes in. <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah, you know, it's around about like draft time is when I start getting back into it, start kind of reading, and then uh, and then I'll ramp up from there, going through the summertime. So yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> you already got it planned out. He's already mapped. <laughs> All right, man. We'll get to the technicalities in a little bit, man. But uh, I, the Monday Night Football recap, man. The uh, I guess this, I it, it was you know I don't know for whoever didn't watch it, man. Um, I'm envious of you because watching that game, man, it like pretty much broke my heart watching this. 20 what is it 24 year old kid um playing the game that he loves man take pretty much a routine hit to the chest and get up then collapse and then pretty much have to be resuscitated on the field and get carted away man um DeMar Hamlin from the from the Buffalo Bills it was a horrible sight um and I'm just, I'm happy that, you know, he's doing better. I'm just praying for 100% recovery because uh, that was that was different, man. I've never seen anything like that in all the years that I've watched football from high school through college and all the way to the NFL, man. Like, nothing like that. You see injuries happen, but nothing to that, like, to that magnitude. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Ryan, um, what are your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, um, I think, you know, when it first happened, I thought it was like a concussion or something, something like neurological. But, uh, yeah, you know, finding out when they said they, they were doing CPR and they had the AD machine, um, at that point you knew it was really serious. And, uh, yeah, I mean, thankfully, you know, we're getting a lot of good news. I hear that, you know, there's a good chance he'll make a full recovery. Um, I'll tell you an interesting thing is is – learning about this injury and how, you know, prevalent it is and, you know, like, you know, like kids and youth sports and stuff um, and just how dangerous it could be. 
you know, when you don't have like a fully staffed medical team on the field with an ambulance and an AD machine, um, it's just kind of wild. So uh, good for good for tomorrow. I'm glad that he's going to be okay, and uh, thankfully is a good outcome. Yeah, I agree, uh, Paul. Yeah, it's crazy you say that, Ryan. With like when you see the ambulance, like when I was coaching just high school football, we see that right there, and you just never know when you know the uh, severe injury that's going to occur that day. I mean, it's good to be – I'm glad, you know, we're prepared at, at all stages and all levels of, uh, of sports. And uh, <clears throat> those guys are just ready to go. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things, man, you don't ever want to see that, man. Nobody wants to see anybody get hurt, man. And um, it's just great great news to see uh, that, you know, he's you know he's coming out of it. You know, he's, uh, he's uh, responsive. And, you know, I heard he was just FaceTiming his teammates and, you know, you know, trying to rally them a little bit for this uh, this upcoming week. So, good signs. Good signs, though. Yeah, no, that's definitely some some great signs, man. Uh, I know that one of the reports said that the first thing that he asked was if, if they won the game, but that was before he had the was able to talk. He had to write it down, and it's crazy, man. That you know, that's the first thing that comes to his mind. I mean, football obviously is his passion, man. But the other thing too, man, was his parents were there and to have your parents witness that, man, I don't know. I, as a parent myself, man, I don't know what I would do if watching my son he collapses on any type of field. It don't matter. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. But um, that game was essentially canceled. Um, and I know that a lot of people with their fantasy championships, I don't... Everybody dealt with it a different way, um, and I we were we all were just waiting to hear the news. Just I myself, I was more worried about Demar than the championship. I was not even worried about nothing fantasy football once that happened at all. Completely like it, that was the furthest thing from my mind. I even called Ryan the next day. I was like, uh, um. What, I, I had to ask him what it, like what should we do? And then he was like, well, let's just keep waiting and. Yeah, so we ended up waiting. Game's canceled. Um, and then I had to have a phone call with Ryan and Damien, who was in the championship that was playing. Uh, Damien uh, ended up conceding the game and just said Ryan's a champion. So uh, my hat's off to Damien. Um, he had a hell of a run. Again, he hasn't played, like, what, fantasy sports in, what, like nine years? Um to come back, go on that incredible run, and then this, you know, this this uh, unfortunate accident happens, and you know he concedes like that is uh, shows some great character, man. So, but yeah, that's how that's how we got to that to that for Ryan. So again, congrats, Ryan, and it just sucks that this is the way that it had to happen. But you know, great run for you too, man. You had a hell of a year. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, I guess I'll get into my speech. <laughs> hey, man, floor is yours, Ryan. Congrats, man. <laughs> Two-time champion in, in fantasy family. Two-time. Yeah. How does that? How does that sound, man? Hey, man, like that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about both these leagues. Um, I'll start with fantasy family. So shout out, um, to all of fantasy family. Um, all the, I mean, shoot, we've had the same group of guys for like almost a decade now, mostly. Um, I've been with the with this group for about five seasons, I think. I think it's my fifth season. Um, 
quite literally, you know, the best fantasy league I've been a part of, aside from, you know, our new league now with the TIY Podcast League is also really great, too. Um, but shout out to the fantasy family. I kind of called you guys out in the in the group chat earlier this morning. <laughs> there was some some pretty good trash talking going. So here, I'll, I'll say it for the pod. Um, <laughs> I would not have gotten to the second championship, my second championship in fantasy family without some very specific help from a group of guys. We made some deals along the way, some key drops throughout the season, um, helped pave the way to another championship. So let's do it. Pull up the. I'm just letting you know, Ryan, the screen's straight to you, man. This is your time. I'm giving you the podium. Right the Here we go. Uh, <laughs> All right. I got the first shift here. I'll have two more strapped on when I get to draft day. So let's do this. Um, all right. So a special thanks first off to my podcast partner here, Mr. Billy F. Gates. We made a trade. I think actually you can see it on the pod. If you go way back in the archives, we made a trade. I think it was week two or week three. Yeah. It was a deal. Uh, Drake London and Jeff Wilson, me giving away Drake London and Jeff Wilson for ETN and Aaron Rodgers. I was hurting for a quarterback bad at the time. And ETN was kind of like the throw-in um, that ended up helping helping get me to the championship and then actually came up big in week 17. So thank you to me, you, Mr. Billy F. Gates. Appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. Not no just problem. for that, but for everything else. Uh, and Anthony, uh, man, we made two deals with you. So got, uh, you helped me out with Geno Smith and DK Metcalf in the middle of the season when I was hurting for a receiver and a quarterback still. Um, that was a pretty nice trade, actually rolled with Gino most of the season. So thank you. And then also the big trade for me right at the deadline where I traded uh, Christian Watson and Isaiah Pacheco for George Kittle. Quite literally, I would have gotten bounced in the first round of the playoffs if I did not make that trade. So that trade saved my season. So thank you, Ant. Moving on to Jose, we made a deal before week one even started. I traded a... Uh, Travis Kelsey, Cam Akers, and Darrell Henderson for Devontae Adams, straight up. <laughs> um, it was probably not the greatest trade for me because Kelsey was a beast all year, but it ended up working out because Devontae Adams turned into Christian McCaffrey. And so from there, I'm going to move on to Paul. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> we had one deal in the middle of the season where I traded you Devontae Adams and what's the other guy's name? The rookie. I'm already trading his name. Uh, Damian Pierce, there we go, uh, for Christian McCaffrey. And that that trade also saved me because if I didn't have CMC, I probably wouldn't have made it this far. So outside of that, and then a couple key drops. So uh, Ed for dropping Kirk Cousins, that helped me out through the playoffs. And then uh, Rafa for dropping Olave, who became my starting wide receiver for a few weeks. I appreciate you guys. Um, that's it for that. I'll put this on the side. Aside, no, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a hell of a run. Um, I was looking back at the playoff bracket. Um, I was one point away from getting bounced in week one of the playoffs. That was that match between me and Joe. And I was thinking about it like, man, just one little change could have been like all the difference. And I think Joe, I looked at the score, but Joe might have gone like all the way and won the whole thing. Um, if it wasn't for like me replacing a kicker or him picking a different QB, it's like, it's just kind of a toss up. And sometimes when you're going all the way to the championship, it's those little decisions that, we spend a, you know hours and hours and hours trying to figure out, um, but you know could eventually be the difference. So that's how that league went. 
Um, we talked about it last week. I, out of the team that I drafted in Fantasy Family, I only have one player left. Um, one player left from that entire draft class, and that's uh, uh, Drake. Not Drake. I'm thinking of Kenyon Drake for some reason, but uh, Walker from Seattle, the running back from Seattle. So that's how that went. Um, and then Fantasy Family, um, it's that was that road was pretty not that wasn't easy at all like i struggled i struggled through it in the playoffs kind of deciding who to pick and who to play um i had an 11-3 record in that that league drafted mahomes and cmc and just kind of rode them all the way through the um, sfl tiyf i said the sfl tiyf tiyf league yeah we're sorry we're changing the name but um yeah it's it's crazy you know that uh actually the one thing i wanted to talk about the tiyf league um, if I would not have had the bye week in the first week of the season, I think I would have got bounced. So I was looking at the scores, and uh, that bye saved me because I only put up like 108 points. And I think there were a couple guys that popped off. Like I know Jaguars, who's in the chat, um, he had like 150 points that week. And I and I, I think if it was a one seed bye, I probably would have been faced up against the Jags, and that would have been he would have crashed me. <laughs> so. So it's just sometimes, I guess that's the way it goes. But uh, no, shout out to the TIYF League, all you guys, Jags. Uh, shout out to Damian. Hell, you guys are hell of an opponents. Um, and then the rest of the league, there's a lot of good guys in this league that, um, you know, are out, that are active, active in the chat, active making trades, and really make the league interesting. So I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys come back. Um, but for me, that's it, man. Like, like I was saying, it's been it's been a bit of a grind, like running running through the season and uh you know it's over so happy to happy that it's done i don't have to look at you know fantasy stuff for at least a little while thank you guys yeah i like that look at you okay i've known ryan for a long time man and i don't i don't think we played fantasy uh football together when we were when i was in high school uh we did did we yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I remember. Because <laughs> uh, you, I think it was you and Ahmad finessed me out of trading uh, Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. <laughs> it cost me. It cost me a championship. It's all good. <laughs> okay, that's how lo- That's how far we go back, man. Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning. Yikes, man. Fun times. Fun times, man. That's how far you guys go back. That's crazy. Oh man, I've known Ryan. Oof. Yeah, shoot, eighth grade. I, I think I met you in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I hey man, remember you in freshman year for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you like this, man. It was not easy being commissioned this season. This is my first. Like, so I used to do it a lot. Like, this is it's not my first rodeo, but uh, just getting back into it, running my own league. Man, this this week. That was some pressure, bro. Like, <laughs> I did. I was like, uh, I was really trying to consult with both of them, and like at the end of it, I was, I didn't want to be that commissioner that just, you know, that's the asshole and be like, hey, nah, Ryan wins. Like, no, 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 that's that's not how I wanted to do it. Ryan's my Ryan's my boy. Damien's my boy. I've known Damien since like elementary school, so yeah, we we go back too so it was just like one of them things where it was just like nah let's just jump on this phone call 
hash it out like grown men and then figure this out together. And then, yeah. But I'll tell you, it was not easy this year. <laughs> I know, Paul, oh, you, Paul had yeah, it dealing, Yeah, dealing with me. You don't got a bunch of guys. Like, you see how our league is, man. You know the guys I got to deal with. Oh, man. I mean, we were getting text messages. I was getting text messages in the middle of the night, man. I'm trying to sleep. Hey, what are we going to do, Kamish? Well, what's going to happen? I'm like, you know what, man? Let's just wait and see, man. And, and, and that's all it was. It, everything was a waiting game, man. You just got to wait and see. You know, I didn't. I wasn't really pushing anything. Like, I, I didn't. I didn't talk to Ryan. I didn't talk to Chris. I didn't talk to any of them. I was like, you know, I, for me, I was like, you know, we're just gonna play this out until I get, you know, the final verdict on what what's gonna happen with this game. Then that's what it was. I mean, what if they, you know, replayed it? Then we have, you know, you have to go with the points on and, and what they scored in that game. So, waiting was the only option for me. It ended up in a, a no contest. And here's our champion. Congratulations, Ryan. But you also, it was also a 50 point like lead. Yeah, it was a big one. I mean, <laughs> it was a 50 point. But in the, it, there's always that, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah. Mixon put up four touchdowns one game, man. You never know. You know, it's one of those. But you kind of do know if they're going up against the Bills, they got yeah. like a pretty good rushing defense. I mean, at the, yeah, sometimes you just got to make that, uh, yeah. what is it, the common sense decision. I'm oh, sorry, dude. but go ahead, Ryan. Oh, no, no, you guys are right. No, I, I was just going to say, like, I commend you guys just the way you, you handled it. Um, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough season. And, and just shout out to shout out to all the commissioners out there, Paul, you know, Billy, um, anybody else that's commissioning a league you know, out there. It's tough. I, I did it once and I sucked at it. Um, I'm better just kind of being a silent partner in the background. But um, it's tough. And especially not even just this season, but with, with the final outcome in, in week 17, but the last couple seasons with COVID, um, that's a pain in the ass, man. All the, the game cancellations, the guys getting sat for COVID protocols and things like that. Um, I remember in 2020, we had a lot of discussions about COVID and games getting rescheduled and shit like that. Um, and I specifically remember asking, I remember asking you, Paul, about like COVID and stuff. And I think you, you said something along the lines of like tough shit. If they're <laughs> out, they're out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's a good. I mean, it is what it is, right? That's that's how fantasy goes. It's like, yeah, you once gotta, you lock the lineup, it's you just got to eat. It. There ain't no. Oh well, if he goes on uh, COVID, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna switch that person out for you. No, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know, you gotta you, basically at that point, especially in that point of the season, you have to be on your p's and q's. You had to, we, I, you know, we added the extra bench player, I think, at that time. And, yep. oh, you know, yeah, the IR spot. Yeah, yeah, we added the extra IR yeah. spots. So if they went to, uh, to COVID, you could put them on IR and pick somebody up. So you had to be constantly watching your team and making sure, hey, you know what? Oh, this guy's, oh, all of a sudden, I think there was one guy that was a late minute COVID scratcher, like the day before, a couple hours they found out. And yeah. that, I mean, that's why you got to keep up to date, but you should be up to date on your players, anyways, uh, you know, at the last second. It's like, it's kind of like just having, you know, um, like an England game or, you know, you, you know, they start early. You just got to be on top of it before the game starts. I mean, that's all it was, but it turned out all right, man. I mean, it's tough. You know, we got Jose in that league who, you know, cries about everything, you know, so it, it's hard. to You can't please everybody as a commissioner. You're not going to please everybody. You got to do, you know, what you think is right. And, you know, this league's been going for, what, nine years. So almost everybody's the same. I think we're doing all right. Yeah, now that I, I when I was I think for COVID, COVID really didn't affect me as much as I thought it was going to. To be honest, that uh, it was pretty. 
for me, like uh, some of my players, if they went out on COVID, I already had somebody already backed up. I was like, that it was was it was just like somebody just getting injured during the week. You know what I'm saying? So I think the only thing I remember about you're right. Like the only thing I remember being like a major change was the uh, the double headers on Monday night and then the Tuesday night football. I thought it was oh, kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> Didn't have a one of them was on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, there was a Wednesday game. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, they're not going to play till next Tuesday. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, all right, man. It was it was interesting, it, but they never canceled any games. That's why, like, on with what happened on Monday night, I was like, man, if they went through COVID, never canceled a game, and like bull rush their way through it, I kind of figured that they would do the same thing. Um, but shout out to the NFL. I mean, I think they did the right thing, and the game had a lot of bad vibes. So. Yeah, I think that was one of them ones. Yeah, you just cut that right there and then just, yeah. yeah. And not only that, but there's the other guy that got hurt earlier in the game, too. That was kind of serious. So just, yeah, good on them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how true it was. I know that they, they were saying about the refs and the NFL saying you got five minutes. I don't know how that report came about, but, you know, Troy Vincent did come out and say that the, that wasn't the NFL. He doesn't know where that came from. Maybe that was just the refs, and that's just the the known rule if a, there's an injury. And then, you know, they give him a set amount of time. So that could have been that. I don't think that was, you know, strict like strictly on the NFL, but for for the players, for the coaches, for them to all say, nah, we're not playing, I don't, like – Obviously, you can't play in that in that mind state. You know what I'm saying? For them, just to be like, nah, and then the NFL to back it up. I mean, that's kudos to everybody involved and make those tough decisions. You know what I'm saying? Because man, that was uh, that's some that was brand new, man, brand new. Yeah, it's something it's something we've never seen in an NFL game. So it's it's scary to see, but glad he's uh he's getting better, man. Yes, man, and. Like, again, pray for a 100% recovery, and hopefully he can come back and, you know, play football again. And I know that's exactly what he wants. Like every other football player, they just want to get healthy, get back on that field, be with their teammates, make that money for their family, and and live good, man. So praying for better health for him and hope to see him back out there next next season. But, yeah, next uh, next. Next thing up, man, is the Sunday game. This is gonna be fun. This is this was a good game, man. Yeah, this was a great game, actually. Shit, that hold was... on. I think I'm losing <laughs> you guys, man. Hold on. Uh, hey, hey, hello. Oh. So, 49ers <laughs> versus the Raiders. Man, what a game this was. The first. Before you ha- start, George. Before you start. All right, man. Go All ahead. right. Game of the year. I would say, I would say, yeah, it's up I mean, there. So. It's up there. I want to say before we start, I think that was the game of the year. It was exciting from start to finish. Even though we had backup quarterbacks playing this game, great football around. Defenses were making defensive plays. Offense was showing out. Pass off to everybody in that game. Battle it of was the just backups. One, it was just, it was one of the one of the one of the games to watch all season. Oh no, for sure. No, I I 100% agree with that, man. That I I the the thing was I like we the 49ers were down early. They were down a lot and I wasn't worried. I was just in for a really good game because you see, man, man, my hats off to Stidman, man. 
that he came off that bench and lit up the number one defense in the NFL, man. Oh my God. I can't like, yeah, there's probably, uh, there was, you know, a lot of talk. There's not a lot of film on him, blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Regardless, this is a professional NFL team. Number one, they play against, you know, the, the top of the top players. For Stidman to come out, Stidham, sorry, Stidham to come out and light this defense up, 145 passing yards, 11 for 14 in the first half. Man, crazy. He went crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it was just, it was a, it was a f- really fun game, man, like you said. Uh I, and I see Jaguars in uh, in in the chat saying Vikings versus Bills was game of the year. I would say that that's a close second. I think that this game, I mean, it went to overtime, man. Like, had everything you wanted, man. Like the missed field goal to win the game. And, 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 you know, it was just you're just you were just all over the place. Like, what? No, yes, no. Like, like everything you wanted, man. Everything you wanted. Exactly. Two seconds left in the in the fourth quarter, and the most consistent NFL kicker misses wide right. Couldn't couldn't script it better, man. Misses wide right, goes to overtime. Raiders win that the, the coin toss. I mean, I mean, we're getting a little far ahead of ourselves, but that that's just how it was. It was just like, oh my god. The Raiders are going to beat the 49ers. That's what it was through the whole entire game. First, second. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's just how it felt, man. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I said, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's just go over some stats. Like, I mean, the quarterbacks, I mean, Purdy started off slow. Purdy yeah. started off real slow, but towards the end, he, he kind of caught he kind of caught fire towards the end. You know, he found his man Kittle, and, you know, he yeah. started he started producing it when, it needed, when he needed to. So, you know, Brock Purdy, that's. Honestly, that's a good sign for the playoffs. You know, you know, you're, you're it's a tight game. You know, game's on the line, and you know he showed some poise and and he brought he brought the team back. I think they were down ten, I think ten in the fourth or late late in the third, if I remember if I can remember right. Yeah, I got the I got I got the, I think so something like that. But I got the first half stats though. So you want to go ahead? Yeah, no. So Purdy was seven of ten for thirty eight yards passing. Then 49ers had 10 first downs. They had 124 total yards of offense, <laughs> 86 yards rushing. They were two for two in the red zone, and uh, the time of possession was them was 13, 13 minutes, almost 14. But so the first three drive, so the 49ers literally only had four drives. They had one drive in the first, and t- technically three in the in the second, but. That fourth drive was pretty much a nail down, so it's not really a drive. Um, but the 49ers only had the two touchdowns, in, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the first half. For the Raiders in the first half, completely different. 17 first downs, 246 total yards, 145 yards passing, 101 yards on the ground. Uh, time of possession for them was 16 minutes, and they had zero turnovers. Immaculate first half, bro. They had... Four complete dri- uh, drives, and only one of those drives it was not was not scored on, and that was the goal line stand on the third drive in the second quarter when it was turnover on downs. Um, other than that, it was two touchdowns and a field goal, seventeen fourteen in the first half. Man, 
again, Stidham, 11 for 14. Jacobs had 41 yards on the ground, 21 yards and three receptions. Bolden had six carries for 29 yards. Waller went crazy. He had two receptions for 48 yards and a touchdown. Adams, three for 36 and a TD. Like, the Raiders' first half was crazy, and this is this is the backup, man. They, everybody's one. That's our starter. Well, you know what I'm saying. He's your starter now. But everybody going into this game, the Raiders had no chance. This was this was the conversation throughout everywhere. Nobody gave the Raiders a chance, and for for that to happen, it was I was I was blown away. <laughs> I was enjoying the game though, man. Um, second half, second half let off with a bang. Devontae. 60-yard TD reception. Whoo! I, I know that Paul was in the chat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I was happy. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want to be happy? Um, uh, I mean, at that point right there, this is what I want to say about my boy, my boy, Jared Stidham. That boy stood in the pocket and took some shots delivering them footballs, man. That's one thing that I I didn't I don't ever see Derek Carr do. Derek Carr does not sit in that pocket and take take a hit to deliver a throw right on uh, on the money. Man, this guy just stood in there. He showed no fear. He even took off and ran the ball a couple times, man. He tried to run somebody over. I mean, you got this guy, man. He just he was just he was playing he was playing the game of his life. So yeah, he was. Man, I, I, the way the, the way he was playing, throwing the ball—I mean, rushing the ball—he wanted he wanted to show his teammates, and he did, man. And I think there was a couple of uh, conversations that, uh, or uh, the media had uh, Devontae Adams talking about. You know, he showed up and he proved himself and made a uh, made him a believer, Devontae Adams. And uh, hopefully, it continues, man. I know we got to play KC this week, but if he pulls puts together another you know great game like this, I mean. We got to start thinking about next year. We got to get this guy signed. Yeah, no, I agree. If he does this against KC, man, yes, for sure. That's that's the conversation that needs to be had because if he's going to ball out like this, man, just like Brock Purdy, man, again, this is the year of the backups, bro. Like, that's what it seems like, the year of the backups. Like, you got not not just 49ers and Raiders, but uh, what, Mike, was it Mike, what is it, Mike White? Mike White, you got yeah. Cooper Rush, won a couple games for the Cowboys. I mean, you got – Look at all these backups just winning ball games, man. Yeah. It's it's that year. But I think uh so for this 49ers Raider game, the tide really turned in in the second half. Um the four I think the 49ers did get the ball, right though, in the in the second half. Their very first drive was a three and out and they had to punt. And then that's when Raiders get it. They go sixty yards. The second and then after that it just something changed. 49ers went into overdrive, man, and um, it was a touchdown, two field goals, touchdown field goals, a field goal, um, but also there was an actual uh, interception, uh, Robertson for Las, Las Vegas on the third drive for the 49ers. Vegas did get an interception in there, um, but for the Raiders, they didn't have as much in the second half. They didn't do as much in the second half like they did the first half, man. Um they had a couple punts in there, a field goal. There was an interception um, that was a block pass by Kerry Hyder, and Deion Jackson just 
just, you know, curl caught it, something easy. So there was three drives in there that had no scores, but two touchdowns and a field goal, man. Um, then it goes into overtime. You get that Bosa rush, hits that arm, Bosa knew right away, hit the arm. It was a short pass and easy interception, man. Take it back to what, the, the 20-something yard line, almost the, or the 15-yard line, something around there. And it was a chip shot. Uh, Robbie Gold gets his uh, redemption. But the ending stats, man, for the Raiders, man, 500 total yards, total uh, total offensive yards, man. That That is nice. And Jared Stidham, um, 365 in the air, bro. Can't ask. Yeah, he made mistakes. I mean, for, for his first career start, I mean, you can't ask anything else from this guy, man. I mean. He came in, like I said, show boys. He threw, I mean, some of the balls were, you know, he threw, some were a little bit behind, but they were catchable. I mean, but that's just something, you know, he didn't have no offseason. He didn't have no OTAs. He didn't have any of that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, he's an unrestricted free agent. So that's a little bit scary. Um, like, I'm hoping the Raiders bring him back because if this guy can continue to put up 30 points, he's got to work on that defense, man. I mean, that defense, you know, tighten it up, get some, uh, number, put a number one pick on defense and, Try to tidy that up. You know, the Raiders could actually finally do something. I've been saying that for 20 years, but, um, <clears throat> I mean, that's just the way you go. I mean, if you look at it, you know, you don't have to spend too much on Stidham. I mean, he has a two-game. If he does good in two games, it's just you just get a glimpse of what he can do in a small window. But you're not going to be paying him, you know, like the $30 million. And when you pay a quarterback $30 million, that, you don't have anything else to play for your defense. And that's the hardest thing to do. I mean, yeah. Garrett Carr, I think, was making close to thirty, and I know he's nowhere close, uh, nowhere, <laughs> nowhere near worth that. So, yeah, no, but I, again, those two interceptions, they weren't, they weren't Jared's fault. That was caused by the defense. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that Bosa was, came in there and just and wrecked one. That was a bull rush. End. That was that yeah. was yeah overtime. That was the bull rush. Can't do nothing about that, man. Nah, and, and then the, again, the carry Hyder, the block ball that shoots straight up. I mean. Uh, again, it was just both sides, though, too. I mean, you got Brock Purdy throwing an interception. Um, you get that fourth. So, whatever. Like, again, I, I know that this is what said on, on during the game, and I think it was a minute left. You got the announcer saying this is where you really judge your quarterbacks when you give them the two-minute drill and you want to see what they can do, how they get down the field, what their poise is. Brock Purdy delivered for the 49ers. A, a, a minute and two left. Yeah, and drives down the field, gets them into field goal range, and then that's when Robbie Gold misses that sh- really short field goal wide right, and yeah, man, that that takes him to OT, and then you think, it's just, I guess, that's what um, playoff teams, like a real good playoff team does, man, they, you know, they find ways to win, you got a quarterback who's going to who can lead you now that you got, you're super confident in this quarterback that I'm pretty sure that Brock Purdy's confident in what he can do. So it's just good as a 49er fan. And as a fan in general, it's that, that kind of shit is fun to watch knowing that you're going to see this quarterback take this amount of time and deliver down the field. I was like, that was a, for me when, for me to say that's a lot of time with a minute left, that must mean I have real confidence in my in my quarterback for my team. Because if it was Jimmy, I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure that 
there's other quarterbacks out there like you're like damn that's not enough time because this is a dink and dunk type of situation for this quarterback but for Brock Purdy I was like oh that's a lot of time we're good we got some timeouts left too and made it happen so I know for me it felt good and I know probably for you Paul watching Jared do what he did that feels good and then just watching watching him give and it wasn't just wasn't just him but watching him deliver this ball to everybody Devontae Darren Foster Mac and Hunter like he was distributing the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, Devontae ended up with 11 targets, seven receptions for 153 yards, two touchdowns. Waller had five targets, three receptions, 72 yards. Foster Monroe had three targets, three receptions, 55 yards. Mac Hollins had four. Hunter Renfro had four. They both had three receptions, but Mac Hollins had 40 yards and Hunter only 19. And I know he was in our, uh, in our whatchamacallit, in our little DFS for DraftKings. But... That's that's nice uh, ball distribution. Like that, just seeing that that's that's crazy for his first start. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, he's only gonna get better. You know, from that, hopefully he can just get better from that. So, like I said, time will tell. He's gonna get a, another full week of practice with these guys. I know he's only got one game left, but it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I, I really want to. I really want them to bring him back next year. I really don't want to go. Uh, I really don't want to go in the offseason and pay like try to find a free agent quarterback. And you know, if you go get Aaron Rodgers, it's not worth spending fifty million a year for a quarterback, man. You 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 cannot. Your team has to be set like like built really cheap and and good, and then bring in a, a high value free agent quarterback like that. We're not built that way. Right now, we're built like we really need defense, and we you know we don't we don't have the money to spend on a top quality quarterback. And, and still try to fix the defense and try to plug holes with, you know, you know, with mediocre players. We need big talent on defense right now. And for me, I hope St- uh, Stidham comes back, you know, on a, on a nice deal. And, you know, we, it looks like, you know, he's been with uh, McDaniels in, in New England. So he knows the playbook. He knows he knows how to run the offense. And that that was another good thing for him. And it showed. I've, I've heard uh, on a couple of videos that I've watched that, you know his offense is is crazy. It's kind of, and they say Grant Gruden's is crazy too. But this guy's to learn this offense. It's I see Derek Carr get confused on it still. So, I mean, maybe that could be part of it. But for me, I'm ready to get. I'm ready to move on. We've seen. You know, we can we can put another quarterback in there and put up 34 points. And uh, it's just time for the move, man. We I just hope the Raiders make the right decision and, and bring him back and give give this guy a chance. Yeah, no, I think he deserves it. Especially if he does the same thing this weekend, man. All in all, it was a great game, man. I can't, I can't really down talk the Raiders, man. I can't say really nothing bad. Like it was just that that well played of a game, regardless of the like winner or not. If the 49ers would have lost, bro, I'm I'm saying the same thing, man. Like, bam, my hats off. That I'm not saying that the 49ers had a bad game or nothing, not because this was just a well rounded game, both sides of the ball for both teams. Like, man, it was just, yeah. Yeah, I, for for me, it was like game of the year for sure. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Raiders fan. So you know, it was a good game. No, I'm being I'm I'm down the middle with this man. Like I'm just calling this like how I see it, man. I got I got all the damn notes, so I'm I'm reading it. <laughs> I, I literally paid attention to every single drive, and, and my girl was like, um, 
She's like, why aren't you yelling or screaming? I was like, because I'm trying to pay attention. I was like, I need to, I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> Did you say it, it all calm like yeah, that? Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to pay attention right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll celebrate later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to make sure you got I got work get everything. to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I needed to, because I wanted to, I wanted to break this game down, man. And it was, man, that was, it was fucking good. Awesome, man. But yeah, man. So this weekend we we should be seeing some good football, man. That uh that Chiefs Raiders game is a really big one too. Um, that really decides the number one, and you know the Raiders are gonna want to go in there and handle business. They, <laughs> KC and Raiders. That's a, that's conference rivalry, or division rivalry. Sorry, we and almost it, had them earlier in the year, man. We 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 had a bonehead play where we messed up. It looks like, I don't know, Renfro and Devontae messed up the routes, or I don't know what happened there, but they got tangled up and they ran into each other on that last play, on that fourth that fourth down play, and then it was, the game was over. I mean, we only, we started off hot like we always do. We always go in there first half, you know, they you know they put up some points, and then the second half they just can't find it. And that's the thing with Stidham. I mean, he actually, you know, he threw a couple of touchdowns in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter in the second half, so – that was something nice to see, Derek Card, and uh, you know they re- when he was playing quarterback, he he really didn't do too much in the second half. So that was a bright spot for me, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of differences I saw with the quarterback change needed to be made, and I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be better than what people think again. Nice, nice, uh, Ryan. What were your thoughts on the game as an outsider looking in? I know that you don't have like a specific team, but I know that you like you know. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great game, man. I uh, just uh, before we started the podcast, I was talking about it a little bit. Um, just from a football standpoint, I thought it was fun—almost a thousand yards of offense, mm-hmm. and what you know, thirty that's over seventy points scored. I mean, you can't beat it for football. Um, yeah, it helped that fantasy-wise, it was helping me out too. But <laughs> but man, like we, but like we kind of called it right, Paul. Like on on our pot last week's pod. I had a feeling that Devontae was going to pop off and that Jacobs would be good too. And sure enough, I mean, Raiders came out guns blazing and uh, ended up being a really good fantasy day for everybody, really. Yeah. So. It, they kind of did what I – I mean, they did start off with a lot of passes. You know, normally I, I see the run first, run first. On first and second – first down, they were oh, it's like there was a quick pass, quick pass. You know, it's kind of like a run, you know what I mean? But that's what you have to do when you play against the San Francisco 49ers. They, they're expecting – to shut down that run in those early downs. A lot of teams are. You got to play outside the box. You got to play to the little bit. Of, I know that a little weakness that, that they have, you know, in the secondary. You got to exploit that a little bit. And they did it. I'm not, you know, I thought Josh Jacobs was going to have uh, at least 100 yards, but he was still, he still ran the ball enough to where the Niners were like, okay, now, you know, we got to, we got to stop the run uh, a little bit better than it. And then he hits you with the play action. And then Devontae's wide open down the field, you know. The Raiders played the right. They they played the right cards. They did everything they needed to do, but there were just a couple of miscues on on offense. But there's nothing like George said earlier. There's nothing you can do about that. The defense just showed up for the Niners at certain points of that game. You know they forced a the turnover when they needed to. And honestly, those that's the difference in the game. These turnovers. Without those turnovers, if the Raiders just keep going, they're in field goal range. If they if he catches that pass instead of throwing an interception, so. It's a defense. Defense wins games, man, and they also win championships. So you know, as long as they keep that going, see how far it takes them. 
Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this, man. If the 49ers win this week, they get the bye. Yeah, and you need the Eagles to lose too, right? Or yeah. yeah. 49ers win, Eagles lose. Heard Jalen Hurts is suiting up this week. Oh, yeah, you know they want that bye week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that. It's going to be some good football this weekend, man. And I know that, I, again, we got the Cardinals, and I've said this a million times on this podcast. I hate playing the Cardinals. And they always do this to you guys at the end of the year, huh? I, it, every year, it don't matter, man. I We probably have one of the worst records against the Cardinals, man. I fucking hate playing them. <laughs> <laughs> don't matter who's that quarterback, man. For some reason, um, it just, yeah. They just, they just got our number for sure. But that was definitely a wild one, man. Um, that was a good game, man. And then uh, it looks like Dopitz Vic in the chat said that that you guys are getting Caleb Williams next year. Well, I think he comes out the following year, right? Um, I don't think he comes out this year. Caleb, isn't the guy for US? Does he play for USC? I'm not 100 sure. I saw I saw something on him, like a couple of chats they were all talking about that Raiders should draft like a, a defensive tackle or def- another defensive end. But there's also there's also talk about Will Le- Levy or Levy from Kentucky, quarterback. A whole bunch of stuff. When well, we can get into that, well, we, we're, definitely, we're definitely going to get into that. Yeah, we're, we're de- going like, to get into that. That's just a couple of things. You know, of course, I'm, of course, I'm already looking ahead. You know, seeing yeah, we're already in a thick draft already. So but, yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely going to cover the NFL draft. We're going to probably have our own mock drafts. We're going to be looking at players and things like that. Um, but what you know, while we're talking college, real quick, slightly college, uh, I want to talk about my Michigan loss to TCU, real quick, man. Oh my god, that game! So that was another fun game. I don't know if you guys caught this game or not, but first half, Michigan got they got smacked down, man. They had literally six points. Um, it looks like they punted in one, two, three, four, four times, bro. Four times in the first half, um, pick six in the on the second drive. Uh, first, the first. All right, let, let's take this like this. First drive of this game, fourth and goal. I think it was on the one yard line. They do a trick play, like it was like an end around. I think it was, and it gets stopped. It was so stupid. They get the ball in the ten yard line from the one to the ten. Now TCU got it, man. Um, I want to say on that first drive, uh, TCU went three and out and punted. Second drive, pick six by TCU's defense by uh, Bud Clark. Salute to Bud, uh, Bud Clark. He had himself two picks, uh, pick sixes um, on Saturday. Dude wild out on defense. Third drive for Michigan was a punt, then a field goal by Jake Moody. Fifth drive, man. One yard line again. <sighs> My God, Khalil Mullings for Michigan. Fumbles this ball. Don't hear about this kid all season. Maybe a couple times. You should be giving this ball to your star, to your running back, to your star, like the people that got you there. Why? I don't know. I don't understand the reasoning with all these trick plays that happened in this first half. Fumble on the one-yard line, and now um, TCU's ball. They get they they jump on the ball in the end zone, and yeah crazy but right before that that play it was there was a 50 yard pass to roman wilson this was like the little controversy in the game 50 yard pass to roman wilson 
I he didn't I for me, I thought it was a touchdown. I could be biased. It looked like he didn't have full possession of the ball coming into the end zone. He had possession when he landed. Um that's where they downed him at the one yard line, and then that's when Khalil Mullings fumbles. Next two drives, punts. Jake Jake Moody knocked a fifty nine yard field goal on the eighth drive to end the to end the second half or the yeah, first half. Man, college kid, he's gonna come out. He's gonna be on. He's gonna be on my list for for kickers. Man, Jake Moody's the truth. But TCU, man, twenty one points in the first half, dude. Um, second drive, it was twelve plays, seventy six yards, TD by Max Duggan. I, I know that people I, going into this championship game. I know that a lot of people like Max, but from what I was seeing in this game, man, this kid Max Duggan. I feel like he doesn't got it. I feel like it's more him on the like using his legs more. He's running quarterback. I know he made some big plays. Don't get me wrong. In the second half, he did what he had to do. But watching him, he was really inaccurate during this game. But salute to TCU, man. That first half fucking killed uh, Michigan. Um, now the second half happens, bro. Oh my God, Michigan made it a game. Uh, the ending score was fifty-one to forty-five. Uh, just just a crazy game man um this one i think had like a another another thousand this was like a thousand yards of total offense for the whole game um tcu just handled it uh so 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 salute to them man i i just felt like this 51 to 45 was caused by the first half antics that um harbaugh did with the play calling and if the first drive didn't happen with the little end around trying to make it all cutesy, get in the end zone, and the other little one yard uh, handoff to uh, Mullings doesn't happen, this is a completely different game. And I, I feel like Michigan goes on to play uh, Georgia in, in the national championship. I feel this is 100% on the coaching, but I'm happy that. Uh, Harbaugh's coming back. Hopefully he cleans this shit up because this is a heartbreaker for me. Undefeated season. Second time, second season. Or the se- yeah, the second season in a row where we get knocked out in the semifinals. Um, J.J. McCarthy, man. Um, sh- sh- salute to that kid, man. 343 yards passing, man. Um, Donovan Edwards had 109 uh, yards rushing. Ronnie Bell. Um Six receptions for 135 yards and a touchdown. Roman Wilson, this kid played crazy. Five receptions, 104 yards, a touchdown. Can't ask too much from more for these players, man. I think it was a hell of a game. Michigan comes up short, and yeah, I'm just hurt, man, as a Michigan fan. I don't, I don't watch too much college, but I did see it on ESPN. Um, <laughs> And I hate to burst your bubble, man, but he was down uh, at the one, man. You uh, seen that? I um, yeah, I, I saw that play, but I think he was down, man. I mean, I get what you were trying to say, where he didn't have full possession until he was in the end zone. Because it was bobbling a little bit. so I, I get it, man. I get and it. And that, that's technically the rule in, in, in college. I, they have to have a full reception. Of, they have to have full control of the ball. It's kind of like the NFL. Did you think that Devontae Adams was a catch? That one where, uh, remember that one where he caught and then, you know, he kind of covered it where you couldn't see it and then it 
it felt like it looked like it rolled a little bit once he hit once he uh once he put his arm underneath. Did you think that was a catch? No. <laughs> but that's a bias. I, hey, that's, I, bias I <laughs> that's a bias though. That's a bias though. Same no, thing, but, man. No, but again, that's why I said I said it could be my bias, but you know. Uh, I think that's one of the ones where they, you know, they look at it and we're like, hey, man, uh, so what do we do? <laughs> what do you guys want to do? The referees, that's, that's their call, man. I mean, because I thought the Devontae Adams one, they didn't really have conclusive evidence because he did kind of, he, uh, he, he kind of covered a little bit. So that's kind of like their kind of choice. It's like up in the air if they want to call that, you know, oh, he didn't have possession because you see it move. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with the, with, with the Michigan catch, man. It's like, you know, let's just put it at the one and then we'll see what goes from there. I mean, it, that's a hard call, man. Yeah, no, but still, at the end of the day, if regardless if it's touchdown or not, at the end of the day, the next play, it should be Donovan Edwards straight on in, not trying to, to give it to somebody else that has his number has barely been called all season. That's a, This is why I said it's completely on the coaching and the play calling. Like, it needs to be Donovan Edwards. Regardless of Roman man. Wilson, you know what I'm saying, touchdown or not, that needs to be Edwards. He needs to go in and get. I mean, uh, and also again to TCU, they they limited this rushing attack like no other team has been able to all season. So salute to TCU. They handled Michigan. They could Michigan could not get any any rush any type of rushing game going on. Um, even though they you know they did end with 185 yards rushing at the end of, at the end of it, but still, like first half. It's like the 49ers and the Raiders. The 49ers couldn't do shit. Michigan couldn't do shit. And there was just a lot of dumb play calling at the end of it. But, um, and I know that, I know that they went to go do a tar on the very last play. It was a 10th drive. It was a fumble. I know that the, they did the little targeting thing. Um, I, I watched the next game over, the, the next game, which was uh, Georgia and Ohio State. I was watching some of it. I didn't like fully care because Michigan just okay. lost. You didn't care anymore. Uh, yeah, I didn't fully care, uh, but there was why, a why not, man? there I mean, was a football. hit. <laughs> there was a hit in that game, and I think it was the first quarter that they called targeting on. And I'm like, wait a second, if you guys are considering that targeting, that very that very last play for the Michigan game, that should have been considered targeting as well. Different referees, man. But if you seen that hit, it was led with the helmet. Into the in, into into uh I forgot who who caught it. But. I saw that hit too, man. He slipped on the grass. It was wet. Yeah, he slipped yeah. and he kind of fell forward like that. So <laughs> it was incidental contact. That's what I that's what I heard it was. And yeah. I think the, I think the refs had money on uh. PCU, I don't know. So. Could it could have been? I don't know, man. All uh, I know man, is I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just, I'm just pulling your chain, man. Relax. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that it just it's just funny how shit happens. You know what I'm saying? But um. I, again, I can't, I'm not taking anything away from TCU. TCU played one hell of a game, and they were the underdogs of the whole thing, and they got it done, man. So, you know, they got Georgia next. I think that's going to be a good game. I just hope it's not a goddamn blowout. I, it it looked like uh, Ohio State was going to beat um, <laughs> Georgia. And then that kick was the most horrible kick I've ever seen in any type of <laughs> – any type of game. Oh my Seen god. All those memes out there. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ohio, that Ohio State kicker, he's probably leaving the school. He's probably not going. He's not. He's probably not returning after Christmas break. Cause goddamn, that was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he's probably gonna just take all like, online classes. <laughs> it's like sending your like five year old kid to go out there. Hey, go kick this. Opposite way. But yeah, so Georgia, Georgia TCU. I want is it's on a Monday, right, or Tuesday? One, I think uh, I'm not 100% sure, but um, I'll probably most likely be watching that one for sure. That's the only time I usually watch college football. Um, when it's the championship Monday, Monday, January 9th at 4 30. So, yeah, no, that should be a good one though. But, yeah, no, that was my little rant about Michigan, man. So, <sighs> you get out your system, man. You good now? A little bit. I'm still hurt. It's all right, man. <laughs> You guys played good, right? In that second half, yeah. You guys played good. But uh, next up, Paul, I know that um, it's been a rough few weeks for you, sir. It's been bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like I've been only losing by one team, man. Every time I talk to you guys, isn't it always like one team? It's always always the Panthers. It's always the Panthers too, huh? The, pan- let's the Panthers. Yeah. Let's go in. Let's go in and talk about this, and let's see. Let's see what what happened this week. All right, let's let's see what happened this week. All right, the three team parlay. Oh yeah, let me, let me get let's get into this, man. We uh next up is Paul's parlay. Let's transition right into that. Yes, sir. Let's go. It's on you, sir. All right, man. So let's 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 talk about it, man. George is right. Panthers always always have it in for me. I either, I either die by them or, or they help me out. But uh, we'll start off with the Jaguars at the Texans. Man, I, 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 man, I took this pick easily. I was like, Jaguars just going to run all over these guys, man. I took the Jaguars minus two and a half over the Texans. You know, I, I, I think that game was over uh, pretty convincingly. Uh, I, I, I had no problem with picking that game. Uh, I did. I did get scared uh, with uh, the the Panthers this week, but uh, the Buccaneers came in and you know actually got got business done. And uh, I feel like when Tom Brady's got something on the line, he's got something to fight for. You know that guy always he always comes out and shows up. Tom Brady. Uh, I think the Buccaneers minus two and a half got the win on that one, and they beat the Panthers. So I was actually able to win that one. The one that kind of hurt me was the Browns at the Commanders. I took the Commanders minus two. Uh, Carson Wentz was just man. Carson Wentz, I just, I, I thought he was gonna come in here and prove his point. Man, he just put up a dud, man. That that guy is just. I think honestly, to me, I think Carson Wentz is out the league. This is this was his last chance in Washington. I don't know if a team, another team, takes a chance on him. I think you got to be real desperate to, to take a chance uh, with Carson Wentz. Um, but yeah, the Washington Commanders, uh, they uh, took the loss there, and I hit two out of three. But I'm gonna play real safe this week, man. I'm I'm taking a lot of points. I'm taking a lot of points this week. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start the new three. I'm gonna go the Giants at the Eagles. I'm gonna take the Giants plus fourteen, plus fourteen. I like the points on that. I also like the, I also like the Cardinals at the Niners plus fourteen. Sounds pretty good. I'm taking the points. And you know, man, it being the last week, I gotta I gotta do it. I gotta do it for the nation one time, man. I'm taking the Raiders at home against the Kansas City Chiefs 
plus 10. Win City, Raider Nation, just win, baby. All right, all right, all right. I like it, sir. A lot of points this week, man. We're taking the we're taking all the points. I'm not I'm not I'm not giving any points this week. That's a lot of points to give. <laughs> we're taking a lot of points, man. That is definitely a lot of points to give. Um but I yeah, just, I, and I took the Cardinals because I know how you talked about you guys it doesn't matter who's that quarterback, and I noticed that you guys always play the Cardinals stuff, man. I don't know what it is either. Division. I don't know what I don't know what it is, man. The Cardinals always come out playing, playing you guys pretty tough. So I, I have a feeling that as long as they can keep it close, man, they win by ten. All I care, but as long as they keep it within, you know, ten points, I'll be fine. Yeah, I think it's gonna be closer than what they got that spread. That's that's wild, but you know, we that's I think that's a winning card, man. That's a lot of points for for real, for real. And you got these uh, at least these two backups on the um. At least for Stidham, you got him playing high level. So hopefully he comes super high level and and gets you some money, man. Yeah, but yeah. Man. But um, before we get into before we get into some DraftKings, Ryan, sir, you got any trends for us this week? Where are the trends at? Are they, are they in a corner somewhere? In the Cobra Corner. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, is that what we're doing right now? We got the Cobra oh, Corner man. coming up? Yeah, we got the Cobra Corner, man. Let's go. We're going to talk about not so much trends, more like DFS stuff. And some, some guys that I think that have a good shot uh, in DFS this week. All right, let's hit it. So uh, welcome to the Cobra Corner. Um, going over DFS, I'm just going to cover all four positions real quick and talk about some guys that I think have a shot to be really good in Week 18. Um Week 18 being really tricky just with, you know, certain teams sitting their starters. Some are not. Some have something to play for. Some don't. Um, so these are some of the guys I think that have a good shot to get you some points in DFS. Uh, first up with the QBs, I like Jalen Hurts and a must-win game against the Giants. Um, a lot of what I've been reading, um, it's kind of like hit or miss whether the Giants are going to sit players or not. Um, I'm actually leaning on the side that they're most likely going to sit some guys, um, which, you know, kind of going into Paul's parlays, um, the Eagles plus 14. I mean, they're plus 14 for a reason. Um, I still think Paul is going to cover his spread, but I do like Jalen Hurts in that matchup. Also at quarterback, I like Geno Smith this week in another another must-win game against the Rams. Um, and kind of on that same note, I like DK Metcalf with Geno Smith. So if you're going into DFS and looking for a stack, I think Geno and DK actually be a pretty decent matchup. Um, the LA Rams are one of the worst defense against outside wide receivers, which is what DK is. Uh, Ramsey and the other cornerbacks been getting roasted all season. So I like DK and Geno Smith as a, as a good stack with Seattle in a must-win game. So they're going to play. Um, going into the running backs, I like Nick Chubb this week. Now the Cleveland, they don't have anything to play for. They're already eliminated from the playoffs, but it's a rival game against Pittsburgh Steelers. You know they're going to come out looking to play spoiler. The Pitts Pittsburgh has to win this game to get into the playoffs. So I would expect a big game from Nick Chubb and Cleveland this week. Also, for running packs, I do like Cam Akers going against Seattle. Um, Cam Akers has been on, been trending up the last, you know, three to four weeks. So I think you could plug him in against a weak Seattle defense and get some pretty good production. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I like DJ Moore. He's been trending up the last few weeks with Sam Darnold, had, some, had a few good games. Um, I would go back to Garrett Wilson this week. I know he had a rough out with Mike White last week, but um, – 
I think is a pretty decent value play. They're also mathematically eliminated, but that the Jets team is not, they're not really a team that's looking to tank for a draft pick. They're more going to play to try to establish some rhythm for next season. Um, some other wide receivers I like, Jacoby Myers with the with New England, I think is a good play this week. And then Jahan Dotson with the Commanders. Um, I know the Commanders are going to go with Sam Howell, their rookie quarterback, this week. Um, but I think there's a good shot that, that Dotson could catch a deep bomb and get you some points. Tight end, I like Tyler Higby. He's been trending up, getting a lot of targets from Baker Mayfield. Um, and then, you know, going back to George Kittle, um, with the Niners, I think this is another, you know, another big game for the for the Niners against Arizona. I'll be honest, I have in my notes, I have a question mark next to George Kittle because I don't know how exactly this game is going to play out, whether they do play their starters full reps or not. Um, but if George Kittle does go, you know, the full game, I do like him as a good play. And that's all I got for the COVID corner. I like it. I like it. That's definitely going to help us out. Uh, Solid information from the two-time fantasy champ right there, man. Hey, man, when you talk, we just listen. Got to listen to what he says these days. <laughs> Hopefully I'm right on some of these. <laughs> the the two-time double champ, man. Two leagues this season. Not too many people can say they won one. So, yeah, yeah man. I tell you, I didn't expect that. Like. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, one of the things I didn't say on my on my shout out is this uh I kind of forgot to mention, but dude, I think this pod, like I don't think I would have won anything without this pod, to be honest. Like just coming in coming into this pod and, and chatting with you guys every week and chatting with the people that watch the show. Um, it kind of gets you thinking more about football and just looking at different angles and seeing different perspectives. So thank you guys. I mean, it's you know, it's been nice. Yeah, no, I, I guess what, man? You get to do it all over again next season, too, man. So <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait, Ryan. I, I think well, I came in mid midway, so or a little bit after that. So I'll be making yeah. sure I check the trends this week, uh, the next year. Well, what I'm going to be cur curious about is what the draft is going to look like because we're going to be doing all this draft content, and all these all these guys going to be coming in with it with our cheat sheets. <laughs> Well, Ryan likes this guy, and Ryan likes <laughs> this guy, and he won like, two fully, championships, so he, I'm going to take him. I'm fully expecting to get sniped constantly next year. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. we. It is definitely going to be fun. Uh, what, uh, let me ask this question real quick. Where do you hope to go in next year's draft? Like, what position, Ryan, do you – I know you get the first – or you get the last pick, right? Oh, are the random. first it's random yeah we we yeah. We, uh, we pull yeah, cards, yeah that's right. uh and then it's just random. but ryan gets the first pick of the cards but where yeah, he where, gets the, yeah, he gets the pull cards. where are you hoping to go in the draft Ooh, that's a tough question um i mean i think the you know obviously like the if you get one-on-one that's always a thing right like you're you get that you're at the you're at the two three turn you get the pick of the best player um, off the top of my head, I, I mean, I'm already trying to look at rankings and see where people are at. Um, it's a toss up right now for between Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey for me at number one. Um, I think Jefferson has a legitimate case, um, at the number one, but I think if you were to put my feet to the fire and ask me, like say, if I had the one-on-one pick right now, I would take CMC just 
because of that Niners offense and the way he's still, he's still elite. He's still lightning quick, still can burst through the hole, has the passing chops. I think personally, I think CMC is the one-on-one, um, but I could see a case for Justin Jefferson. Um, but if you want to get into a little bit more like, not so much like philosophical, but kind of like where I think things are trending for next year, I actually would not mind having a pick on the backside of the first round, early second. Um, I think this is just my speculation. I think quarterback is going to be highly valued next next year. Like it, like I mean, we already have one elite quarterback off the board with Paul and fantasy family. Jalen Hurts is probably going to get kept, which is that's a smash keeper, dude. That is like a hell of a keeper. So that leaves Mahomes and Josh Allen as your your last two tier one quarterbacks. I would fully expect them to be gone before round three, in my opinion. Um, yeah, he was Josh Allen was already gone in before round three. Oh yeah, Josh <laughs> Allen. Went second, that's right. He took Allen in, in the mid second, and that was a hell of a pick. Like it was totally a great pick. Um, and I could and Mahomes, I think, went at like the three hundred one, which is super early. So oh, somebody has a chance to. No, he can't keep a third. What was the rule again? I think it was. I can't remember. I have to check the notes. Actually. He might have gone in the second round. Who? Yeah, Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, he did go early for sure, but he actually I know did go in a second. Once, once somebody – I think you can't pick anybody in the first three rounds. That's what it was. Yeah. Because I remember thinking about it, and I think I got Mike Evans in the fourth. Yeah, I thought it was the first two. Yeah, I think I got Evans in the fourth, and I was like – Oh, ten. well, yeah, Mahomes went at the 301. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can't keep anybody in the first three okay. rounds. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts could all be accounted for by the time before you even get to the third round. Um, I kind of expect it, to be honest. And then, I, you know, another one to look at would be, like, tight ends. You know, where does Travis Kelsey go? Um, I know he slid to the second round last year, but I would think he'd probably be back in the late first. What do you guys think? Probably somewhere first, second. Late first, yeah. second. I'm, t- I'm taking Kelsey one, and I'm taking Pat Mahomes two, and then I, I have uh, Jalen Hurts in number eight, so I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Got this killer stack, man. Jesus, yeah, you're going to steal Pat Mahomes? You're just going to use it as trade value, huh? <laughs> Damn right I am. <laughs> you want Pat Mahomes, you're going to have to pay, man. Yeah, the crazy thing about quarterback is it's always, like, undervalued in the draft, and then when you get into the season, it's like that same quarterback that won the third round Costs you like a first round running back, and and pieces. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I get I get Jane Hurst back, man. That's that's what I'm I'm looking forward to, man. And do give me thirty points every week, January thirty points. That was that was pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, just ultra consistent. (laughs) I think I read something too about Josh Allen. he hasn't had one game under twenty points scored. I don't think this this season. He's just you know he hasn't he hasn't maybe hasn't had like some total like blowout games, but um, he hasn't killed you either. Yeah. Not like uh, Mister fucking Kirk Cousins. Asshole. <laughs> 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 don't talk about Captain Kurt like that, man. You you sat him when he put up forty <laughs> points or something like that, man. <laughs> I man, going into week seventeen, I serious, I thought about sitting Kirk Cousins. I was like, you know, it's it's a, it's kind of a prime time game. Everybody's gonna watch it. It's not at one p.m. Maybe I should sit Kirk. And I was like, yeah, 
No, I'll go with the rankings. Man, I should have sat Kirk. That, that fucking guy, every time it's not at 1 p.m., he's just ass. And, uh, <laughs> I should have went back to Gina, man. I, I rode with Gina the whole way until that last week. So that's what I get. Yeah. So what do you guys think should be the um, the uh, the penalty for this podcast if next year you don't make the playoffs? There should be no reason that none of us should be missing playoffs <laughs> in any league that we're in next season, or coming in close to last or last. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to think so of we, penalties we, we, here. We have to go. I'd have to because I'm gonna be probably in that league next year. Mm-hmm. So you're talking? About I got to make playoffs in both those leagues. Yeah, man, you can't be. Come on, man. Jeez. I can't even make playoffs in my league. It man. ain't it ain't rough. <laughs> it, we we got somebody on this podcast who just won two titles in I two leagues. It, yeah, but look, you see how he's holding he just set the bar. He just set you the see bar. How yo. Holding that information from Jose. <laughs> like, oh, I got a couple pieces in my back pocket. You think he's gonna share that? You think he's gonna share that with us, man? He no, no, no he's not gonna share it with us. But <laughs> but it's just that means that we we got to do the work too. That's that's all I'm saying. We we got to be doing the oh, same man. work that this guy's doing. What do we have to cover uh, the cover set that on? bar? It's only top tier from up here, man. You know what I'm saying? That that's it. <laughs> no missing oh, playoffs. Man. No coming in last, close to last. We're gonna have to think of some penalties for these for for us. <laughs> for sure. But man, yeah, man. Uh, I guess next up, you guys ready, man? Ready. How we do, man? Let's get it. I already, I already, I already got him on here, man. Quarterback's taken care of. You guys, can you guys see this? Uh, the blank black screen. Yeah, blank oh black my screen. god! I don't know why he's doing this, but first, all right, I'm just, I, I'm gonna have to say it. That's just so stupid. I'm gonna have to figure out what's going on with Streamlabs. Got my boy Jared up there, right? We got Jalen. Well, excuse me. Jalen hurts. Jalen. Come on, man. What if he doesn't play? He is playing. 100. percent You don't think he's playing? I don't know, man. I heard reports. I mean, he looks like he's good to go. Let's see. I, I mean, Jalen if, if, if he's not playing, man, we got to start my boy, Jared. He's questionable, but he's not yeah. ruled out. All right. He's just questionable. Two days ago. Kind of, is that a good source? He's, it says he's trending from the athletic. It says that he's trending in the right direct in, in the right direction. So that's from the athletic. That's a that's a that's a good source. I'm not I'm not getting it from the bum the bum corner over here dot com. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the sleeper <laughs> fantasy of 2026. You getting it from uh, Ball Sack Sports on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have you guys ever seen that account? Uh, I've heard about it. Or Putt Crack Sports. That's hilarious. Yeah, nah, it's from the athletic. All right, so do I take right. him off? Do I nah, do I, do I take it him off? It is, man. It's a must game. It's a must win game. I mean, he's gonna play. Good. Or do we take Josh Allen against New England? I don't like New England, man. It's... I like Hurts for the price, cheaper than Allen. Eighty-two. Yeah. What, what about Joey Burrow? That's the one I'm not sure about, man. Like, I think the way they the way they handled that no contest game, 
they pretty much iced him, like for this week. From what I, I read, I say stay with Hurts, man. If we take him out, and then we're gonna be like, damn it, we should have started Hurts. You know what I mean? It might backfire on us since you already have him locked in. You're right. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're going um, running backs based on the Cobra Corner, and what we got. Uh, Cam and Nick. Please. Yeah, that's that's what I put on there. I didn't I guess I didn't take price into the equation, but yeah. But Cam is sixty two. And then that's not too bad. I'm hoping that Nick is Chubb might not be on this slate. Yes, he is, but he's seventy five. Oh, hmm. I think everybody's on the slate because there's no uh Monday night game. Is there a there's a uh, there's a Saturday, there's a Saturday though there's yeah but a, I think this is for both days oh no it's not it's not it's not because uh it's, it's just Sunday I think two games are on Saturday yeah the Chiefs Raiders and then I don't know the other one but Damn. another another cheap guy too um, that's been pretty good is Tyler Algier um, he's going against the Bucks but I think the Bucks are sitting guys this week um he's fifty six hundred Algier. How do you guys feel about Jeff against uh, Miami? Wilson. Jeff Wilson's on Miami, I thought. I mean, against the Jets. Sorry. Oh. My fault. Yes. Mm. Mm. All right, let's just start with this. Are we going Cam or are we going uh, Nick? Mm. Got to go with Chubby, man. Chubby? Yeah. All right, we're going to go Chubbs. Cool. Now that says that in stone. We're at 34-3. I do like Algier. I think they're going to give Algier more of the carries because he's a younger guy. And they're not, Atlanta's not playing for anything, I don't think. So I think I think he's going to give a lot of carries. Yeah. All right, and he's 56, so that's. He, and, and he had a game last week, so. Wide receivers, we're at 28-7 now. Where is our, so, DJ Moore, Jacoby, and Jahan. DJ Moore is 61. We got, oh, I forgot about Garrett. Where's he at? Is Debo going to play this week? I don't know. Yeah, I pulled this lineup of uh, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Debo, Deontay Johnson for Pitt, Pittsburgh, and then Greg Dorch with Arizona. He's not too bad. 3,800. He got 10 targets last week. Didn't do much with them, but. That's the receiver for Arizona? Yeah. 3,800. And then Dalton Schultz at tight end. Tyler Algier, Tyler Algier in the flex, and then Seahawks defense. He said Dalton Schultz? Yeah. I really like that. Dang, that sounds pretty nice. All right, say that again. All right, we're going to – so Jalen Hurts, Chubb. Miles Sanders. Ah, that's the only one I don't like, but we'll, we'll go with it. Yeah, he's at 5,900. He could maybe, like, swap him out. 
Um, what if he goes for two touchdowns and 150 yards and he's on no, my bench? So, oh, yeah, no, so then we can keep I Algerian. Mean, we can keep Algerian. Oh, you, uh, oh, you said that. Oh, what were you saying, Paul? <laughs> you heard what I said, man. I'm not repeating that. <laughs> oh, you caught it now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta beat your ass, too, man. You know? <laughs> I just wanted to hear it one last time, you know? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I'm. Done, man. When, what what week was that that you sat him? Um, right I before forgot. the playoffs. Was, yeah, it was the last time I. It was the last time I played George. It was like right, oh. right before Ed. Yeah, second week. Yeah, second to last week, man. I feel like Miles Sanders was a really tough guy to manage. Yeah, screw this that guy, man. I hate him. Like a roller coaster ride. Bro, I, but played. I've said it. I said it at the beginning of the season, and then he started to prove me wrong, and then he started to play like exactly what I said at the beginning of the season. Dude, every other game, like he'll two bad games. I'm like, man, I'm not starting this guy. He's giving me two points. And then all of a sudden, pops off for 28. And I was like, ah, gives me 10 points. I'm like, Ugh. and then he's he like pops a... off for 30. I'm like, dude, I'm ah, uh, whatever, man. I hate you. <laughs> Suck. At the beginning of the year, I was like, man, he really crushed that pig. And, uh, I got him in the fifth round too. Jeez. Yeah, no, I talked mad shit about him. And then that mad shit talking turned it just like he was like, nah, bro. I'm Do you show top 10 you. running back next year? Nah. I, saw I you, think he yeah. actually goes in the fifth round again. Yeah. You think, think so? so? I don't like six. I don't yeah. think so, man. He's going to go higher than that, man. He he had over 1,000 yards and like at least almost he's... nine touchdowns. Yeah, but I believe that's due to the offense that he's on, not due to his ability. And pretty sure. uh, and he's a free agent this year, so I don't know. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If he comes back, um, I would chalk him in probably, probably realistically like fourth round. Back third, fourth. But that's, I, that's a double-edged. He's a double-edged short. Yeah, you, you got it. He's a flex, man. And that flex that you have to start and you have to be willing to take that you know, five points, seven points, and then he pops off for like kind of like a Gabe Davis, but a little bit, I think a little bit better than that. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, a lot better than Gabe. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. <clears throat> I see you. I see you. <laughs> All right, man. Be a lot of shade this, this offseason, just to let you know. <laughs> a lot of shade. It's all Honestly, good, though, man. like those kind of like if you so Paul, like if we extend if we expand the format next season to two flexes, yeah, in fantasy family. I think those guys will have a little bit of value. Those boom bust type of Gabe Davis and Miles Sanders oh, they guys, will. they will they win you a week, you know. Honestly, yeah. I think we might be going to that because that that is going to be the uh, one of the bigger um, votes this season. Nice. So, because uh, I know I, I kind of played with it this year in my the smaller league. I'm not I'm not going to do that league if I join uh, the the TIYF league. I'm, I'm going to cut that league, but. Um, I do want to expand to another flex this season and see how people like that. See, how, see what people think about it. But I'm for it. I like it. I mean, it gives you so many other options. You got to go deep into the draft and make sure, you know, you look for those boomer bust players. So it's fun. That was the only league where I actually started James Cook and uh, Isaiah Pacheco and all these, like, scrubs off the bench. It was fun. Yeah, it, it brings another – because when they hit, man, you're like, man, you look like a genius, but – you don't want to take that extra hit. We're like, ah, you know, should I play him or not? But hey, you know what? I got that extra spot. I'm starting him. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I like it. Well, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, George. What do you think about that, man? Are you vote? Are you opposed to it or? Not at all. Not at all, man. 
I actually like the idea of it. I think that it will it'll just make it uh, a little a little bit more fun, a little bit a little bit more hard, because then you're gonna your bench is gonna be a little different. Oh yeah. Your bench. Yeah, it rewards you for having a good bench because, like the like in that league, Paul, there was I think the guy that won it, his team was just absolutely stacked. Like he had he had what Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, Amara St. Brown. How did like he get all those people? Receiver. What the hell? He drafted them all in the middle rounds, and then because we have you know two wide receivers, two running backs, and two flexes, he started all of those guys. Like his team was his team was badass. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, yeah, I'm not beating that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. He didn't win. It was another guy who won. The other guy who what? won. It wasn't. I thought yeah, it was Randall he, Rockets. No, he he lost. Eli- Elijah what? won that one. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy because Justin Jefferson oh, wow. didn't do anything. Uh, and he got shut down, and uh, who else got shut down? His other receiver got shut down. Oh, man, I didn't lose. Yeah, he, I thought he it actually, was just a done deal. He lost by 19 points because uh, he, he had Dawson Knox and a kicker, too, and Tyler Bass. Oh. Yeah, man. so it's like, yikes. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is, man. Rules are rules. Holy cow! You're, you're, he had the, you're def- a tough he had the defense too. He had he had a uh, he had the Bills defense too, or something like that. He had three oh, people. Wow. You weren't mm. shitting. Holy cow! Yeah, you're a at tough commish. Look at you. Hey Jesus. man, it is but what his, it is. I mean, that's a tough outcome. But I'm looking at his team. The team flopped, dude. Like, yeah, his, his stars flopped. Man, that's rough. <laughs> that that Sorry, always Randy sucks, Rockets. man. I thought you won. That, that, I was honestly because I I was the number one seed. And I'm thinking I'm already just looking at his team because yeah. I'm thinking oh, I'm gonna play this guy in the in, in the championship and I get bounced out because I started somebody I don't want to talk about. But um, I got bounced out and I lost by point <laughs> point I five. I lost by point five because of some asshole. So you gonna probably won the championship. It was a Wilson, right? Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was a Wilson, like the football. I <laughs> like the. Uh... I wish it was Wilson. Castaway. No, I wish it was know. that. I'd rather play that Wilson that. next week, man. That, oh, week. Man. <laughs> that is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. Anyways, um. That was some shade. I was throwing all that podcast. That was fun. Dude. I can't believe I did it, man. I, you know what? It's my uncle's fault because he was like, hey, we're about to watch the game. You don't got no players? I'm like, nah, I don't got a quarterback either. And you know what? Ah, man, I knew I shouldn't have done it. You know? And I just felt bad after I put him in a starting lineup. It just it just <laughs> felt wrong. Like, what am I doing? Like, you, do you, never? Do you like, not ever hit up anybody and ask their opinion? Nah, man, because I want it to be either my fault <laughs> or I look like a genius. You know what I mean? Like, And it's been a lot of my faults a lot <laughs> lately, so... And that was the week too that I spent like the whole podcast talking about the weather in that game. Yeah, I know. I, I thought about it and I was like, ah, but I don't yeah. know, man. No, don't don't feel too bad. I, I strongly considered starting Elijah Moore that week too. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, it was uh, Yep. All you had to do was give me one more completion, man. Like I lost by point five. Like Ooh, those ones hurt, man. Those ones hurt the worst. Oh man. It was literally 12 yards. That was it. Uh, and I blew out. I would have blew everybody out. I would have won the whole thing, man, if it wasn't for that. That, that really pissed me off. <laughs> it sucks, man. Oh, well. It's all right. Not all right, but it's, yeah. It's whatever. At least, Anyways, it was in the, at least it was in the playoffs. 
I, I did see what it's, I mean, it felt good to be in the playoffs. But, but you don't. All right, so the, I guess the clear rule is you do not start Zach Wilson in the playoffs. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't own him at all. No, you don't. He's never. Should, he never should be owned at all. I hope that guy doesn't. I never shouldn't even put his name on the list. Free agent, nothing. Get that guy out the league. Get that guy out of here. Crash. Hella funny. Well, what it sounds like they're gonna they're gonna ride or die with him still. They're gonna keep him. That's what I read. Is that they're, they're, oh, they're still stupid. riding with Zach Wilson? No, they're stupid. He's gonna lose that coach. Is gonna lose everything that he built up. Maybe he'll come back to the Niners. I would love that defensive defensive uh, head co- or coach. Oh, he does that, man. Oh, we ain't losing no games. Lost the Super Bowl, Undefeated, dude. baby. Ooh, when's the last time you made it? Sorry, man. Got bounced out play. last. Got bounced out first round last year. Well, hey, we all play for the same. <laughs> we all play for the same thing, man. You know what it's like to play against Kansas City. Oh yeah, definitely do. <laughs> I'm just saying, we gotta play them twice every year. And you know what it's like to get kicked out the playoffs by the 49ers. It's all good, man. No worries. We weren't, we weren't supposed to be that close, anyways. I'm proud of my team. A field goal, man. It hurts. All good, man. I know. I, I love it. Debo Samuel talking about the 49ers, the wide receiver. <laughs> what? What is next, Ryan? Oh uh, shoot. Uh, let's see. So. I lost. Okay, yeah, I had Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson, Greg Dortch, Dalton Schultz. Got a lot of guys that are questionable in this uh, lineup. Deontay Johnson, is he playing? Yeah, for the Steelers, right? What? When did this? When did the yeah, Steelers play? The Steelers. They play Cleveland. They play Saturday though, don't they? Oh, okay. So then that's why. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's not up on here. So, in replace of him, so I got Debo. You said Deontay. Oh, no, there, he's right here. Deontay Johnson's right here. Um, trying to think. Deontay Johnson's 52. We, so, since we went with Algier, uh, we have a little bit of wiggle room to, uh, to go up and grab Deontay. Uh, Garrett Wilson. You, Mike, you, White. Mike White throwing the ball or what? Yeah. Yeah. Not that other guy? Not that other guy. <laughs> he who shall not be named on this podcast. <laughs> Garrett Wilson? Yeah, I like, I like Garrett Wilson this week. All right. And then Dorch. And then we got Schultz. Flex one more time, sir. Um, it was Tyler Algier, or yeah, Miles Sanders, or another guy I like is uh is James Cook this week. I hearing some chatter that they might lean on the run and Singletary might be limited just for for rest purposes. And you said um Seahawks defense, right? Uh yeah. Seahawks defense. We got fifty three hundred for a flex. And that should give us. We should be able to get him. James Cook is five thousand. You want to go, James Cook? I like him. I'm cool with that. 
freezing, Paul. He's, look, he's starting to look like his brother, bro. He's starting to look like his brother. Uh, he, those those runs that he breaks, looking like his brother, just a tad bit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's not there all the way completely. But if he's going to get the most carries over Devin Singletary, then uh, why not? Hey, but if he, I mean. That's all. I mean, if you guys both like him, I mean, I'm not going to stop it. I mean. Hey, I'm just saying real quick. So I just took out uh, Garrett Wilson that because I just wanted to see how much we had. We got 61. We can go like the DJ Moore, like you're saying. We can go Amari Cooper, who Cooper's actually going off. He's coming off a good yeah, game, that's too. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Cooper. Cooper. Versus Pittsburgh. I like that. Okay, hanging with Mr. Cooper or what, man? Man, there we go. That's it. and then we got a hundred dollars. Uh nice. cash that. Let's let's hold on. I just want to see something real quick. Uh thirty four. Uh no, not the Bucks defense. Nope, that's no. We'll just keep it how it is. So it's Hertz, Chubb, Algier, Samuel, Coop, Dorch, Schultz, Cook, Seahawks. Is that a lock? I like it. I like it, man. I like it. That's a lock. Fifty dollar lock right there. That's uh Paul's uh winnings from beating me because I gave him all the points. <laughs> I, I didn't need it, you know what I mean, but uh you did need it because you <laughs> 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 My bad, I didn't need all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a, uh, you know, I was being a good sport. I had I had to do what I had to do. Confident I like it, man. DraftKings on me this week. I like it. Oh, and, and just to let FYI, we did win $75 last week, so we had a little $75 ticket. Nice. Yeah, I saw Richie James. He popped off. Bro, was like, that was wow. your pick. Like, why didn't I listen to my own advice? Shit. <laughs> Started dotsing. He said kid. it too. He's like, oh, good. oh, it's gonna help out our, the DraftKings, man. Let's just go ahead and let's go ahead and pull it. Exactly. Call, just like the week before, he's like, I didn't want to call it because Jose and then called Richie James doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I just want to let you know that something, you know, you can give Jose all the advice he's not gonna listen and he's gonna go the opposite of what you tell him. He doesn't so, like to be told what to do, man. Just so yeah, for future reference, you might so want Jose, to... no, I know he won't I know he won't play my picks, but if he knows my picks, he's a he's a pretty savvy manager. He'll go and he'll clear his bench to make sure I don't get somebody. Oh yeah, he, he he will do that. I mean he did do it to me that week. He I was thinking about Dotson, Jahan Dotson, and sure enough he picked him up. <laughs> and KJ Osborne. So <laughs> He'll do that, man. Yeah. I think we got a winning ticket again. Um, hopefully, it's like two hundred dollars this time. Though, you know what I'm saying? We got some some key players on there. Uh, great matchups. We listen to Ryan's advice. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, sal- salute, champ. Um, I'm ha- I'm actually having fun each week doing DraftKings, man. I think that's one one of the fun things to do. Um. Next up, man. Paul, you want to take this one, sir? Yeah, let's talk about uh, we can talk about the um, little draft order, top ten. Just to just to see where the the top tens picks are looking like. You know, we'll start off real quick with 
Houston with a two thirteen and one record. I mean, <laughs> I think we all know. I think we all know what they're looking for this year in the draft. It's pretty obvious. Need a quarterback, right? You don't. You don't like uh, Davis Mills. Come on, man. You kidding me? He ain't no. He ain't no Jared and I Stidham. I mean, so you know. You, you don't think. You don't think they go with the offensive lineman? At first, they pick? need a. They need a quarterback, bro. They need a. They need somebody to revive that offense because, you know, what I mean, Mills is not it. We all know that, bro. We can see it. He's gotten benched. I mean. Maybe it's not all his fault either. I mean, you might be right. Maybe he does need an offensive line. But, I mean, he had a running game for a little bit. They still didn't do anything. I mean, Damian Pierce looked good the first half of the season. You know, he wasn't really doing too much off that play action. But, again, then again, we're still – we got to talk about the defense. I mean, how many points did they give up? I didn't really follow a lot of Houston football this year, so I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what the scenario is there, so – but. You need, you need some playmakers out there in Houston, and you got to start with the quarterback. Uh, Chicago coming in with the number two pick, uh, a three thir- three and thirteen record. I think they have a quarterback. They really need an offensive line. They really need to boost some of that that yeah. line up like crazy because yeah, all those memes of uh, Fields <laughs> they, on the floor. <laughs> they also they also need a running back. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you talking about man? They got they got don't, Montgomery. Don't say, don't say Montgomery, oh, man. Montgomery Stop it. Get Edward, out of here. Man. Montgomery is trash. He's like oh, Miles Sanders. That's a top ten running back. No, he's not. Go look at his stats. Oh my <laughs> god. That, Khalil they, I, I, I like Khalil too, but the, I mean, uh, and then you well, got. I'll tell you right now, they're not Mc- going to take a. They're not going to take a running back with a number two pick. How long? How long has Montgomery been in the uh, the league? Oh man. Five. I remember drafting him as a rookie. He's he's year five, about to be year six. Yeah, year end, six. end of the, no, there you go. At the end of the at the end of the chain. Yeah, and, that's uh, it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> his I think good. he's got one more good year in him. I think maybe I think they maybe they do draft a running back, but it's like in the third round. You're gonna find a lot of good value in the third round for running backs. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, maybe they do need a running back, but with this pick, the number two overall, they need an offensive line. They need an offense. I've been reading. I think they they end up trading it for somebody so. that wants a quarterback. Think so? I think so. That'd be a possibility. I mean, you looking at? I'm looking at the list right there. I mean, teams that might want to trade up. I mean, Colts. Um, yeah. Carolina. You know. Maybe the Raiders. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I can see Carolina moving up though. You don't think uh, Carolina goes for some scraps? I don't know, man. Maybe they go after Derek Carr. I don't know. You gotta think about that too, man. Derek Carr's gonna want to go somewhere else, and we're gonna have, we're gonna want to trade him. So I mean, I hear a lot of Indianapolis, though. You know, a lot of Indianapolis talk. Um, we'll see. But as of right now, without no trading, I think I mean, if they're gonna take Chicago's gonna take somebody, it's gonna it's gonna be either the offensive line or. Something in that it has to be offense line, dude. That that quarterback's been taking the beating. He gets hit hard. Yeah. Um, number three pick, man, Denver, who who gives their pick to Seattle. So Seattle's got a what a top three pick? You kidding me? Crazy. Ooh, the, hey, that that Denver lost out on that <laughs> trade, bro. 
Hey, did they trade away two first round picks? I like this so. year and next year's, yeah. right? Next year, too. What an yeah, idiot. They, they thought right. they came out on top. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Seattle could go anywhere with this pick, bro. I think it's best available player for Seattle. And I mean, if they want, they could get a quarterback. I mean, if they want, because, you know, Gino's not getting any younger. You, you can still groom a quarterback. You know what I mean? Quarterback, uh, you know. I, I think they got a running that, back in, in, uh, in Walker. I think they're good there. Bolster up that defense. What about that? Um, yeah. Maybe the secondary. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. They got my boy Michael Jackson at linebacker. My boy Kobe Bryant on the end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. I like to see. I like. I like some of those defensive players they got. Maybe they just need a couple more. But I, I, hey, Seattle's winning right now. Yeah, they are. LeBron James at tight end. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they need a Steph Curry at safety. That's what they need. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next pick, number four, Arizona. Arizona at four and twelve. Also, they need a new coach. <laughs> <laughs> And what's up with their quarterback talks, too, man? I don't know, Kyler Murray, you think they – I mean, a lot of quarterback controversy with, That's, with a lot of these teams. He doesn't like Cliff. They they don't get along. They don't get head coach, quarterback, miscommunications. It's just It's an ugly situation in Arizona. And, and that's that's one of those things is uh, as a GM, as – you you have to make that decision. Do you want to go just a, a locker room thing where everybody just fell off and they just, yeah. they're, they're not rallying around them, right? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Like, do you get rid of? Do you think it's the quarterback and do you get rid of the quarterback, or do you think it's the head coach and you get rid of the head coach? It's one of those GM decisions that is crucial to keeping his job and lasting there in Arizona and then making the right pick at number four. Yeah, they, they need a little bit of everything. I mean. I know what's his name's gonna want out. Uh, Hopkins. I know Hopkins is gonna want out. You got JJ Watt retiring. Um, I mean, they got they they need a lot of work, man. I, I don't. That's a multiple pick. They're gonna need to hit on at least their first three picks to fucking be somewhat kind of like. I mean, James Conner had a, a, a thousand yard rushing season, so I mean, you would consider him to be there next year uh they got some good wide receivers but uh, hollywood uh, yeah again if d hop's leaving then you know what i'm saying maybe you go get somebody else tight end um yeah Ertz. Ertz is kind of i mean i'm saying he was a a soft fancy play for me until he got hurt but that's the thing is the injuries is like do you continue to try to rely on somebody that continues to get injured or do you go find somebody that is going to be reliable, young, and you know, yeah. they got the they got the rookie right now, Trey McBride. He's been pretty decent. Well, yeah. well, yeah. Cardinals need a lot of work, man. So, yes, it's the question do. mark for me on that one. Best available again, I, I would say. <laughs> hey. uh, next up at five, and I thought I thought the Colts would be a little bit higher on this list, man. I mean, muster out of four, eleven, and one. I mean, uh, they lost six in a row now, but the Colts again. I mean, we talked. We, I think I, we just. I just talked about maybe Derek Carr going there. Um, they got they got Pittman at wide receiver. Um, I like it. I would a nice tight end would be nice there, man. I don't know what the tight ends look like this year. 
I know we'll do a little more research on that, but I think um, a nice tight Mo'Ally end. Cox. What do you mean? Mo'Ally Cox I'm was nice. I'm talking about a real tight end, man. I'm talking about hey, a guy. He, he, played, he played decent. He had a decent season. Uh, nobody's nobody's game plan scheming for Mo Ali Cox, all right? So that's, why just... he, that's why he had a nice little season. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just know? saying. No. They got Alec Pierce, too. Like, nice little. Yeah, I mean, they got a decent team. You got, you know. No they, quarterback. Maybe that offensive line, like, because obviously you see everybody said that this is supposed to be the best off at OL um, in, the, in the whole league. Don't know what happened. I don't know if it was just how – Coaching How about a bigger way. question than just the draft? What about Jeff Saturday? Oh, he's not coming back. You don't think so? Nah, nah, nah. He's not coming back. Uh, I could, like I said, um, I see him coming back in a, a different capacity. Maybe coming back as a, a offensive line coach, um, something like that. Uh, probably not for Indianapolis. Maybe for another team. If that's exactly what, if he wants to get into coaching, that's probably the way to go. Um, I mean, he did, he did his best, but I I just feel like he just needs some uh, more time, some more training, and things like that. I just don't see him coming back as a head coach because you're gonna get a worse record than that next year. Yeah, what do you expect, man? He just came off the studio set, man. Come that's on, my that's my that's my, that's my point. Man some slack I'm, I am. I I trust me, I am. But <laughs> you, I even I I even with giving him a a full off season to go game plan and do come up with the offense and you know what I'm saying things like that I don't think that he's just ready for that personally again you think, I, John, you think John Taylor has a better year next year mm. I know he's he's a lot of every, he's a, everybody's kind of like first round bust man overall I mean I think almost everybody took him you know what I mean um I I, I want to him and Pittman I feel like they deserved better because I felt like Pittman could be a top 10 wide receiver and just playing in that offense, he did what he, I mean, could do. Um, re- really talented wide receiver, Jonathan Taylor. We all know what he can do, what he can be as a running back. Um, I just feel like they deserve better. I, again, that offensive line was atrocious. Quarterback play was atrocious. Um, but, yeah, hopefully hopefully next year they, they you know, they I come back. Jonathan- I think Jonathan Taylor's gonna be a tricky pick next year with uh, he fantasy. Drops. He oh he most definitely drops, but do you get that high reward? Well, you know, at a later pick. I I mean, where do you think he goes? Let's just say right now, five six maybe, maybe five oh, six, oh. like around four five, like around four five six somewhere right there. Because you can't like you can't just count him out at this right now. You just I like, think he slips to the second round. That could be possible too. I see that. I think if you're on that back end, you know, like 11, 12, like really back end, I think you get a solid number one receiver and you get Jonathan Taylor that really, early, early in the second. But that also depends on who's still on the board because there's a lot of – there's a lot there's, of – Honestly, I see a lot of receivers going uh, going off the board early next year. A lot of receivers. Yeah. He could drop down to third, third or fourth. I don't see him going that low. I see like end of second – Middle second, but I don't see him going into the third. Like, I that's just where I predict him. I, I have a good feeling that he's gonna he's gonna slide, but he's too talented to drop that low, man. And and if he and if the offensive line kind of comes back a little bit, we all know what he can do. So I like him. I like him in the in the, in the early second. I don't think that he goes like there. Uh, especially if there's like a Josh Allen on the board or 
You still got these uh, yeah, you got playmakers, you know, Jamar, well, so you Jamar Chase. Kelsey. You got, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of a lot of other key players that are, you know. Well, look, Travis Kelsey, CMC. You got uh, other running back, Eckler. You got um, Devontae. I Can't mean, you be- got, you think about top, let's just think top 12 fantasy players. He's not in for sure, right? Yeah, not right now, no. He's not top 12. Yeah. Really? Oh, man. You think so? You think all right? Really? Yeah. Right now. Top, going next year, as of right now, with, with the stats, Jonathan Taylor's in your top 12 for fantasy? Yeah. You get him at like 5'6"? You get him at early. Okay. Mm, I don't think he's going to crack my top five. So now that we're on the subject, I'm going to have some some way too early 2023 rankings for you guys here pretty soon. Just, you know, material to talk about on our pods. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm going to have JT in the first round, but it's not, I don't, he's not consensus top three or anything. Um, but I think it, it, I think for him, it's going to come down to um, how you perceive or how you play fantasy football, basically kind of like what we had to deal with, you know, this year, whether you were like, do I take JT number one overall or do I take CMC? And it was kind of a personal preference on like how comfortable am I dealing, like picking a player that, has been injured from the last couple seasons. Um, I think that's where JT's going to fall. The team, the team had a lot of issues, but the time that the few games where JT was healthy, he was still elite. Like I had him for a few weeks where he was kind of like at the, about 90, 95% ish. And he was getting me 20 points. Um, I think he'll be in the first round. I think he warrants a first round pick, but probably in that like eight, nine, 10 range maybe 11, 12, kind of like what Paul said. Um, I don't think he's – but that's what I think. But I could totally see and like, just normal, you know, normal people that play fantasy football, I could see JT, people saying, yeah, I ain't never picking JT again. And then he slips to, you know, middle of the second, late second. Wouldn't shock me at all. Well, yeah, he's there he... in the second round, man. I'm taking him. I'm telling you that right oh, that's, now. A, that's an auto smash, dude. Yeah. yeah like – yeah, no, but there's always those there's always those players that leave a bad taste in your mouth, like, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, yeah, no, for this year, but uh, like for me, it was like David Montgomery. Like I I had him at one time. I you know what I'm saying? He did shit for me one season. I, I was like, no, and just like you know, just like that. Like you guys have, I'm pretty sure you guys have your guys' players, um, oh. that you'll you'll never go to again. That that was just one for me. It's just like that's it. It happens. Look, man, I don't hold any grudges against any of these players, man. Zach you know, Wilson? I, it, I, man. All right, then. <laughs> that dude, man. All right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my We're talking point. about elite fantasy We're talking about no, elite I'm fantasy just, players. I'm just, playing, I'm I'm just saying that you guys always have those players. It don't matter. Like, you can go have, like, some bad food, and you're like, nah, I ain't never touching that again. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's, like, a top chef trying to cook this, that same type of meal. Once you have a bad taste of it, you ain't going back. It's the same thing with the, the players of fantasy, and that's why you know you go with what you go with because you you have it in your mind. You're like, I'm staying away from him. I'm going here. This is who I like. This is what I want. I don't think that's true, man. Because I had CMC the whole two times he was hurt, and I still that's, drafted that's, him, man. That's I still, different. I still after we got him, that's again. that's completely different though because oh, that you're man. not you're now you're dealing with a person with an injury because you know exactly what a, a, but that a healthy hurt, though. He put a, he put a, a bad taste in my a mouth. A healthy CMC I mean, can I, do. 
Yeah, and you know, I can see but what he, he can't do when he's riding on my bench. And the and the, the difference between JT and CMC was when JT was in there, he was not he was not producing. He was giving like what four points, like some low, like some really low numbers, like at early in the season. Like he was completely just not not in any conversation whatsoever. That first pick, and you're expecting him to go off for like 20 points per game, but you're yeah. getting four, six. That's that's a it's a different story. It's a different type of um, situation. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, yeah, you guys both have valid points, man. I mean, it's it's all personal preference, really. I mean, we all kind of that's what that's what's so great about fantasy. We all have our own personal preferences and our own biases. I try to I try to like be aware of my own personal biases when I'm drafting or, or looking at like players and stuff. But I, I I think I mentioned this one time on a pod like way back. But I don't know if you guys do this, but like I'll look at like the profile picture of the player and be like, yeah, he doesn't look like a winner. Or like or I'll even go like sometimes I'll look at my my lineup and the color of the jerseys and stuff. I'll be like, ah, I don't have enough like like I got too many guys wearing blue or something. I need somebody with dreads. I, no, you know what I mean? Hold on. I, I, I've done that before. Like, I've looked at somebody and I'm like, yeah, nah. Jose, and Jose was on the podcast and he he said exactly uh, who did you pick up when you beat uh, Jose? What was his name? Yeah, he said exactly exactly the same stuff. When I picked up Isaiah Hodge, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. He's like I did, that dude's trash. Yeah, he looked at him. He looked at his picture. He said, oh, no, that's dude trash. I ain't picking him up. And then he just skipped on him. Uh, yeah, no, it happens. I've done it before. Like, oh, uh, no, yeah. you, you look like a little, like, you know what I'm saying? I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Dude. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, no. You, you know, like, like for me, I'm kind of with you um, on David Montgomery. Like, I look at David Montgomery, I'm like, yeah, I had you on my team once. You'll never be a Cobra again. <laughs> never again, man. Yeah, no, because he he you you you're he's supposed to be a standout. He had that one good season. I think it was his rookie season or second second year, like where he was going crazy. Second year, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then I think I got him that third year, thinking the same thing. It was like the third or fourth year. I think it was probably the third. Doesn't have the season, and I'm like, you mother, dropped him and just never again. I said, uh. Uh-uh. I hope he falls so low where you have to make that decision. We're like, man, this guy could be my flex. And then you pick him up because you have to. I, and I know you will because it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a bargain deal. But so, all right. So the, I that, just want that, you to know, no, 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 I, just but, want, I just want to see Montgomery on your, I just want to see him on your way, fantasy lineup so I can take a picture of it. The way the rosters are set up right now, right now, without that, that second flex, you're damn right. He's not going to be on my team. <laughs> I doubt. If I have like the number, like if I go, if I see him on a free agent, I'm still not gonna pick him up. I'm telling you right now, even with that oh, second flex, even with man, that I'm second flex, line, I'm gonna go Khalil. Her- I will go Khalil Herbert over over Montgomery all day. I don't care. All right, I don't I don't like Montgomery either, but to me, anybody in fantasy can look good at the right price. Like, hey, free ninety nine. It's free ninety nine, yeah. man. I'll tell you that. Kind of right like, you know, like if you have enough drinks, anybody can look good. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, think I don't drink. I'm sure. I'm sure he won't be blowing his load on him in the <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> he ain't worth no type of load for me. <laughs> All right, man. Let's just move on. Let's, let's get through the rest of these. <laughs> Rest of these real quick. Uh, number one, we got number six. It was supposed to be the L.A. Rams. 
they have given it to the Detroit Lions with that trade of uh, Stafford Matthew and golf. Stafford and golf, the switch, the old switcheroo. Pretty good for the Lions. I mean, they uh, they had two rookies on their team with like eight sacks, man, and they're still fighting. They're still in the playoff hunt, right? Yep. Yep. Damn. They got they got an offense. They can put up points. What do they need? Yeah, uh, Seattle and the Packers have to lose for them to win. I and them win and they're in. So they they win. Uh, Seattle, Green Bay, t- both take an L and they get in the playoffs. Hey, uh, but looking at this pick, man, I don't know what the offense seems. Defense, fine. Maybe they're going. Yeah. They're probably going defense again. That defense, that defense has been horrible this whole season. The offense has been amazing. Uh, they got. A uh, really nice uh, backfield, um, you know, running backs, um, some great wide receivers. Uh, now it's just that defense, man. That defensive line is um, is looking okay. Uh, secondary, ooh, they were all season getting blown up yes. out there. So you That's know, yeah. yeah. So that that secondary is gonna for sure get some help out there. So definitely defense. You think Ryan? Yeah, I agree. Their yeah, their offense is so potent. They could they need to go for defense and try to if they can even improve marginally on defense, that team could be really good. Yeah. All right, man. I, I'm the same way. Defense, they need it. Offense is good, man. We take a lot of those guys on our uh, on DraftKings. So yeah, yeah. Saint yeah. Brown almost every other week. Yeah, there you go. Not Jared bad. Goff once in a while, ain't that right, <laughs> Ryan? Jared yeah. Goff. We had our own little segment on him. It I bet next year it's going to be Jamison Williams, man. He's going to oh, be Oh, man. I, I held on to him all year, too, man. And just they just didn't. Uh, he, he'll yeah. be good next year. He might just be a year too early, but I, I bet. I think you had the right call there. Like, I think yeah. he'll be a thing. It, it has been nice, though, to uh, see the Lions defense and that Lion, pretty much the whole Lions environment, like, really change, especially with the coach, man. He literally changed everything about that team. This isn't the the Lions from ten years ago, man, at all. Like this fight. fighting before, like you see them with two and whatever record, one and whatever. Like they didn't care. It was just a complete mess from upper management all the way down, man. But to see this, everything change about this team, it's it's nice to see, man. Especially as a as a football fan, because you want more teams to be good. You want more. You want you know you want your conference to be. Um, Something that you have to fight through to, you know, in order to be the considered the best. You, you don't want to keep beating a bunch of weak ass teams, and then you go and play somebody that's good, and you look mediocre. You know what I'm saying? So you just want more, more of these teams to continue to to get great. And I feel like Detroit next year for sure is going to have, you know, one of those one of those playoff teams that is, stays consistent. Yeah. Hope they get there, man. I like that coach. Um. Next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons, six and ten. I mean, they got a rookie quarterback. They got Kyle Pitts. Mm. Defense hasn't been all good. <laughs> yeah, I think they need a lot of work. Yeah, I think they're. I think. I think it's kind of like the Arizona Cardinals on that one. Yeah, I. I. I that's how I see them. I mean, they got to find. A playmaker, the best the best quality playmaker, and just add him in there and just plug and play. That's all I see with them. Yeah, if they uh, just had a competent quarterback, man, I think it would help. But... Yeah, but I think I think that whole team is just 
yeah, out of whack, just, man. It's, it's, yeah, even, with a, even with a quarterback, man. The run game is nice. I'll say that. The run game is, is really nice. It's That's a three-headed monster back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's the, I was thinking one of the – this is kind of like a little off the wall. I was thinking about the Falcons, though, like a couple days ago and thinking how, like, if Geno Smith didn't go back to Seattle, I kind of think Geno Smith on the Falcons would be pretty good, especially from, like, a fantasy purpose, just because, like, Mariota was just absolute trash this season for Kyle Pitts and Drake Lund, just just absolute garbage. And then Ritter, I mean, he's so he's so new. He has a lot of lot of time that he needs to get under yeah. his belt before he's yeah. any good. I feel like Geno Smith with his, like, 75% accuracy – would make a world of a difference. So if, uh, let's say, let's say, say the scenario. Seattle drafts a quarterback at number three. They let Geno go. Atlanta picks up Geno. Then that would be like the, the prime situation. And then they let, De- they get rid of Mariota. Mariota's gone. I don't think, I don't, he maybe gets picked up as a backup somewhere else. Um, and then you got Desmond on the bench. That could be a situation. But then you also have to think like, okay, Russell Wilson just left the, the Seahawks, looking like a top quarterback. He goes, to, he goes to Denver, stinks it up. Yeah, that's probably what would happen. I, th- I think that's I, honestly, I think that's more of an injury thing with with Russ, man. Like I said he did not look the same, and I get what you're saying. Yeah, he was with Pete Carroll's whole career. I get it, but I think ever since he got hurt, he's just never looked the same, man. I, mean, I don't think he's recovered from it. He had bolts and. All kinds of stuff put inside of his – was it his shoulder or was it – I think it was his shoulder when he had surgery on. I mean, man, you, you ain't fixing that, man. You can just see it the way he throws. He looks like a robot, just like <laughs> a real slow motion. Like he, He's hurt, bro. He's hurt from inside out. Uh, that injury messed him up, man. And the Broncos over way, way, way overpaid on a quarterback who wasn't healthy and is not going to be healthy. Well, but what about Geno not – not doing any of this his first what eight seasons and then going to Seattle and then all of a sudden this guy you know, I mean he found the right system for him. I mean Gino's yeah. I mean it happens a lot. A lot of quarterbacks move around. I mean we could go talk about way back in the day my boy Jim Funk it was the Super Bowl. That's the, that was you the know? point you but you said you said the word. It's it's the right or the, the right phrase. It's the right okay, system. It's the system the system for Gino. Exactly. But, so if but he what was I was talking go- about with Russell, I think he was just hurt. On when he left, that's what mm-hmm. my 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 reason for Russell not being uh, good is not the system. I think it's he's not healthy. He's not he's not as healthy as everybody thinks he is. I think he's I think he's hurt still, and I don't think he's he can play the same level he was playing when when he first played with Seattle. But I think that if Russ was still in Seattle, that he'd be playing at he'd, be, he'd be playing at a different level than he's playing in Denver because it's not a new he's not learning a new system he knows the system and his receivers will play to him rather than him playing to his receivers and doing what's necessary Pete Carroll is going to see this he's going to know off the bat he's going to yeah. you know what i'm saying i think it's just a little bit different and then for the system that Gino's playing in right now it works for him who's to say that he goes to Atlanta it's going to be a completely different system you know what I'm saying? And Gino's what been in Seattle for the last two, three years? Yeah, he's been there for a while. So he knows the system. That's why it was easy for him to come in and take over. Take over. Goes to Atlanta. It's not I, I don't think it's gonna be the same. I, I see what Ryan's saying though. It could be nice. It's always a toss up though. The quarterback has to be in the books, man. You know, there's a saying where 
sometimes it takes two, three years before the actually the quarterback can actually take control and, and know the offense of the head coach. So, actually, now and now that you guys are talking about it, and I, I think about it more, I forgot that Arthur Smith is there, and uh, his his absolute iron will to establish the run at all costs in those first like eight to ten weeks, um, pretty much made you know Kyle Pitts a bust. So, yeah, it'll probably if I don't know, I don't think he's gonna get fired. I haven't heard anything, so I'm assuming he's probably gonna be there next season too. Um, still gonna establish the run. So. All right. Well, let's uh, move on to the next one. Our Ooh. next year Super next year Super Bowl champions. There we go with that. Your there we Las go with that. Vegas Win City Raiders. <laughs> there we go with that. Your Win City Raiders. Every season. What do you guys think? Every season. <laughs> um, where are they gonna go, Paul? What is? What do you think they're gonna go after? If it's me, man, I want the the meanest, nastiest defensive tackle. You know they got in the draft, man. I want some big beef right in the middle. You know what I mean? Big beef, just just one nasty player. Shut it down, man. Make make that make that quarterback push out to Max Crosby's side, man. We we've never had that, man. Never. Have I been a Raiders fan? Have I ever seen us go right up the middle and push that quarterback out the pocket to one of our, our pass rushers? And that's always been a Raiders problem, man. We always get these we get these good pass rushers and edge rushers, but oh, well, you know what? Just step in the pocket and run right down the middle. It kills us every time, man. Every time. I've seen it for 20 years already, man. Taking it right from the uh, Niners playbook. You know Sick of saying? it. Sick of it. Get that, get that mean ass defensive line, that secondary's. Don't mean We're shit. Talking about next year's Super Bowl champion. I'm, right I'm, just, I, I, I'm look at what I'm saying is you guys establish a nice, healthy defensive line, then it don't matter what's in that secondary, really. I mean, because obviously you're gonna get that push, and you you're gonna get these quarterbacks scrambling. They're not gonna be comfortable in that pocket like what usually tends to happen. I, I, I mean, bes me. besides some I teams, you know, Max Crosby handles his business and. Dude's a monster, you know. He's damn. Near, he's in his prime. So yeah, to get him some help, yeah, I, I can see that. Man, I, I think that's all we, we need, man. That's gonna be the total game changer. First two picks, give me a defensive tackle. Shit, give me back to back. I'll take two straight up, right back to back. You get those two pieces. Uh, get those two uh, in the middle. Like you said, I mean, I agree with you. Then it doesn't really matter who you put in the secondary. You're gonna get the tip drill. You're going to quarterback throw off balance. You're going to get all that, man. I've been saying this for – I've been talking to my dad about this for 10 years. I'm like, hey, what, when are we going to get a defensive tackle worth this shit? <laughs> I don't, all these defensive tackles we get, I don't even know who they are. They come right off the street. These guys were these guys were bagging groceries two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Give me the defensive tackle, and you'll see the Raiders really improve on defense because I, I I'm we got the offense, man. We can score 30 points. Yeah, get that defense right. I like it. Yeah, uh, you think? Uh, what do you think about Jacobs and his longevity with the Raiders? I hear a lot of reports that uh, they they want to sign him, but it, I mean, there's there's nowhere any like nothing's mutual with between them. Honestly, yeah, I hate to see him go, but it's business, and he's going into his fifth year, man. Running backs only got so much life, uh, so much of a lifespan. Yeah. And yeah, and you know we'll lose him, and he'll probably look good next year. You know, I, I know he will. But 
What about the year after that? That's when it's that's when it's going to kick in. And I don't want the Raiders. I, I, to me, I don't want the Raiders to put three, four year contract, fifty million, ten million guaranteed. He's stuck on it. He's stuck on it like the way Zeke is stuck on yeah. it. You know what I mean? I don't. I do not want that. Man. So if Jacobs is gone, going in like before the draft. Do you see the Raiders actually going for a running back? At, no, man. We, we got we got a, we got Zaire White, man. We got, That's what I was gonna say. I, I, I was just asking. We got we got a guy waiting in the wings, man. We got a guy waiting in the wings. We got him in, I think, the second or third round. And that's that's exactly what how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to draft a running back that late. You know what I mean? Because you know what? He didn't take a pound in 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 college a lot because I think he was sharing he was sharing uh, the ball a lot. So he's not one of those college running backs that came out and took all these hits. He's still a fresh running back. He's got power. I mean, I like what I seen him. I seen him in preseason, you know, running guys over. Yeah. You know, preseason is a different time. But what I've seen in there, he looked pretty nice. And another thing I heard about Josh Jacobs is they're talking about the franchise tag. Maybe franchise tag him one more year and then uh, and then move on from him. You see that? You know, defense is the way to go for your Las Vegas Raiders. 2000 next year's Super Bowl champion. You're right. Thank you. Uh, let him make the playoffs first, man. Looking at this, this mock draft <laughs> for, for the NFL mock draft for 2023, and as the Raiders taking the Peter Skoronowski offensive line in Northwestern. We yeah. need we do need offense. Honestly, if you looked at it, I think I saw uh, uh, on ESPN we have like a, a top fifteen offensive line right now. I think it's closer to ten. I think it's closer to ten. I think it was number eleven. We have the number eleven ranked offensive line as of week seventeen. So, but did all right? Let me let me say let me say this for the uh, for the off that that offensive line they held the 49ers. To zero sacks. Really? Oh, I didn't there realize was no that. sacks in that game. A lot of quarterback pressures, but no sacks. That's pretty good. Yeah, Bosa couldn't get it done. He was he was trying. I mean, and that was where that you know, I mean you know those couple of plays happen where they just get the little rush, but zero sacks. Yes, a lot of QB pressures, but uh, commend that offensive line for. You know, handling that, not allowing any sacks. And I think that's what I said uh, when we talked about it, like, on how that game was going to be won. It was going to be in the trenches, right? Yeah, it was in the trenches, yes. Exactly. So, it, it all, it all, how's that offense line going to hold up against that defense line? Same thing goes on the other side of the football with the Niners offense line. I mean, hey, Max Crosby, <laughs> I didn't see him all game either. So, I mean, he got close a couple of times. Yeah. But he didn't get a sack either. So, I mean, that's what it was. The, the trenches was battling that whole game, and I kept noticing that. And I was like, Bosa got close a couple times. I think he got shocked, too. I, there was one play where – but they didn't even block him, and then uh, Stidham looked at him, and he, like, yeah, he froze. Yeah, he did. And he, he froze he was like pissed. he had a free shot. He had a free shot to him, and then he looked the other way. Yeah, no, he was, <laughs> was pissed that one. I see. I remember watching that because he said, oh, he was so <laughs> pissed. He just looked dead at it, and he just – Froze like a deer in headlights. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Sorry, but he was yeah. looking for—he was looking for the screen. That's what it was. Yeah, he was looking for the screen because there's no other way. Got him. Got, that's what it happened. Got him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, that's for your next year's Super Bowl champions. We got two more, and then we probably might wrap it up, right? Uh, go real quick, Carolina. I think that's a—that's an overall too, man. I don't know what—I don't know what to do in Carolina either. I mean, they got a good defense actually. They got to go offense. 
defenses, I think, cool. top 15. I think, I think they need, just need to stop messing around and draft a quarterback and and go that way, man. I mean, I know that they did draft uh, – what's his name? But I think they need to really consider drafting another solid QB somehow or um, – Trade for Derek? Hey, do you really want to give up a lot, though? See, I mean, you can. You can trade for Derek, but then I guess then you probably go offensive line. You try to go get some help up front. I like their two-headed monster in the backfield with uh, the running backs. I think that's good. Yeah. They can get it done. It's proven. They put up 300 rushing yards a couple in a game. <laughs> I mean, maybe do you go get some help for DJ Moore? I think so. Maybe a tight end. Tight end. Some, yeah, no, for sure offense then, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be offense. Um, Philly number, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, nothing on them. I, I, I heard a little bit of chatter that um, they are, you know, they may consider going with Darnold for another year, Ooh. just depending on, you know, obviously they need a quarterback, but yeah. they've, been, they've been burned so many times, like trying to chase the next veteran. You know, it wouldn't shock me if they just punted the year, but we'll see. But there's a, I mean, you can't, all right, so Derek Carr may not be like, you know, next elite. Tom Brady, whatever, but the, the kid, he can play the game, and if you give him, maybe he just needs a change. Like, I mean, you see it happen a lot. Like for like quarterbacks of that stature, I would say, um, a, a good change happens, and you never know what. I mean, you are you even got the possibility of a Jimmy Garoppolo, who obviously came into Frisco, handled business. I mean, he he's injury he's he's injury prone, but. You know what I'm saying? He he can lead a team to the playoffs. And then, I mean, if you want to stick with Sam Darnold, maybe you just have Darnold on the bench, learn from Jimmy a little bit, or a Derek Carr, and you go that route. Yeah. Change the scenery, it does help, man. I mean, yeah, I mean Derek Carr's been there for damn, 10 years almost. Especially with a disgruntled quarterback like, like Derek Carr. He's been through how many head coaches, how many different offenses. I mean, I, I mean, you can put some of the blame on him, but then you also have to put some of the blame on on that on that office on the on the Raiders front office because that's he's, had, he's never had a top. I mean, look, if he goes to a team with a top defense, man, I mean, even if he went to the Jets, I mean, think if he went to the Jets and or you some, know, yeah, some stability. He needs a team that has stability. Exactly. If he goes to the Jets, man, and you know. You, you rely on Derek Carr to put up, hey, Derek, I need you to give me 24, 25 points a game. And that Jets defense is only, you know, only allowing 17. You know what I mean? So, Ooh, I, what about this? What if – because Mac Jones, let's let's face this, man. Mac Jones is not going like to be elite. like Mac Jones? He's not going to be elite. He's not going to be one of those type of quarterbacks. I feel like he's going to be just a mediocre. I don't think he's going to lead the Patriots to – a playoff uh, multiple playoff wins i feel Derek carr can can go into a, a, a patriots team and turn possibly turn that whole fuck that franchise around you know and and do some some good stuff over there with a bill belichick look what he did to tom brady i mean maybe it was tom brady that did bill belichick but i regardless bill belichick is one hell of a head coach you can't you can't do you know what i'm saying and that is a that is super stability for a front office, for a head coach. 
And if Derek Carr was to go there, I can see some some special things happening. That's not bad, but I like that backup that got in Zippy uh, in New England. Mm-hmm. That guy came in there and won some, some pretty good games. With, like I said, with no OTAs, no practices really. He just hopped in there and just started throwing dimes. True. But that, there's a lot, man. There that, is that's a, a lot. scenario, though. It's a good scenario. I like it. It could. It could happen. I hope we don't trade the, the Patriots. I hate them. <laughs> right, we we waxed them earlier this year. It's fine. Uh, and last thing, the Philadelphia Eagles have the <laughs> would have the number ten pick as of right now. They could win a Super Bowl and have the number ten pick in the draft. What about that? That's nice. That's very nice. What do you what do you like? That Philly team is crazy. Yeah. You don't need a quarterback. You don't need a tight end. Your offensive line is cool. Your defense is top. I mean, in the middle of the pack still, but leaning towards the top side. I mean, um, Miles Sanders maybe is on his way out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this mock draft I'm reading has them going with another cornerback. A corner? Yeah. Yeah, you never corner. have enough corners, man. Yeah, I can see that. Keep bolstering up that defense, making it making it better. But they, they also they I, and they probably stick with Miles, man. I mean, again, he did have a thousand yards uh, this season. You got to go with the running back until you can't no more. You gonna run until the wheels fall off or what? Well, I mean, you teams usually know. That's why you, you get you, you see when running backs get traded or they get cut. That's when that happens, you are that's that's the the sign that you should know. Okay, if this team don't believe him believe in him no more, then it's it's over. It's when they get cut. I just like how these running backs in their contract year, like Josh Jacobs and you know Miles Sanders, all of a sudden want to have great years because you know now they got to get paid. Man, it's funny how that works out. A lot. Zeke, <laughs> how they want to get they they want their money now. Oh, let me wake up and. Go ahead and score nine touchdowns and put up over a thousand yards. So funny how it works, but yeah, Eagles are in really great shape, man. Really great shape with that pick. Top ten, Super Bowl contender. Play, they played it right. Yeah. Well, how did they get that pick? New Orleans? Who they trade? That's a good question. Uh, that's a good question. Cause I know. So what did they do to get? Uh, AJ was AJ Brown a free agent? Or did they trade? No, I thought they traded for A.J. Brown in Tennessee. Uh, I'm looking it up. They were visiting the trade that helped bring A.J. Brown to Philly, Chris Olave to New Orleans. So. That's, that's just crazy. Like, so prior that. to the 2022 NFL draft, Philadelphia and New Orleans agreed to trade to swap first rounders, which broke down as such. The number 18 pick, the number 237 pick, uh, the 2023 first round pick, the 2024 second round pick, and then that's the Saints got the 16th pick, the 19th pick, and the 194 pick. So that's how, because they went and got Chris Olave. Hmm. Pretty much traded up. Damn. That's that's a hell of a GM, man. Well, yeah, man. I mean, defense sounds good for uh, Philadelphia Eagles. 
winning uh, shit, contenders, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's all I got for the top 10 right here. I mean, you guys have anything else on those? I don't, sir. That's a good top 10, man. I like it. I think we had some... Um, we were able to have a nice little conversation about... The future. Future. And that's going to lead us into the... Later on, going off into the offseason, man. We're going to have them talks. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, that was good. So, yeah. Next up. Before we get out of here. Top matchups, our upsets, our surprise teams to upset top contenders, man. Our locks to win. Who wants to go first? Paul, Ryan? I'll go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, tomorrow night's game at five o'clock. I think the I think the Jags are a lock. They're gonna it's their it's their year. They're going back to the playoffs. Lock it. Lock it. Um Give me the Raiders over the Kansas City Chiefs. That way the Bills can be the number one seed in the AFC. That's a lock, or is that like an upset? Is that the surprise? Guaranteed. That's your lock. That's your upset. That's if you want to put money on it. Is it a plus 10? Nah. Honestly, I, I just see I see my boy Stidham having another good game, man. I know you talked about how Kansas City has a better defense later on in the season. Um I don't know about that in this game, man. I feel the Raiders are at home. We always play better at home. I I, I really see I really see the Raiders competing and, and pulling one out and uh and, and upsetting the Chiefs. And we I'll say this the Chiefs defense isn't what the 49ers defense is at all. So if that offense can replicate what they did last week, then the Chiefs are in for a very long game. Yeah, man. I wouldn't be surprised if if Raiders won this one. Yeah, neither would I. That's actually my uh, surprise team to upset a top contender. I got the Raiders winning that game. I feel like that's one of them ones that end of the season. It's that's gonna be one of those hard nosed rivalry games, man. That's gonna be a, a really fun one to watch. I think that's probably gonna be one of the top matchups this weekend for sure. Um, my lock to win though. My squad, 49ers, man. I, I know that I, I continue to talk about how I, I'm so frustrated with us playing the Cardinals, but I don't think that we blow them out. I think that we just get the win. I think it's kind of like another uh, Raiders situation. Um, I want to say Niners probably like by like six, seven points. Um, not no two touch, not no 14, I'll tell you that. Um it's going to be a good, close one. Uh, 49ers are at home. Probably the hottest team in the league right now, especially coming off a, a win that close in overtime. I mean, that that just gives a team more momentum than, you know what I'm saying, especially going into the the postseason. Um, this team's just hot. Got to go with the hot hand, man, and I'm going with uh, San Francisco on that one. Mr. Ryan, you got any more picks? Um, the only other game I was looking at, I, I was feeling the Cleveland Browns are going to upset the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this week, and it's not really an upset, but like I was saying earlier, I, I think they're going to try to spoil the playoff hopes for the Steelers. So, big rivalry game, I like it. So I'm I'm gonna say it like this, man. The other thing that I I I could see happening, if this is a big if, if the Rams beat the Seahawks. 
Look for the Lions to dominate the Packers. If the Seahawks lose, look for the Lions to dominate the Packers. This is a hungry team. And I know that the, the Packers caught fire too. They're they're a pretty hot team as well. But the Lions are hungry. You know what I'm saying? They're hungry. They're gonna go they're gonna go eat some cheese real quick. Especially if they got a chance to win and you're in. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Um I think that's gonna probably gonna be another one of those. That's gonna be the Sunday's best game, man. Uh, another division, especially. You know what I'm saying? That's that's gonna be way too fun. Another rivalry, another fun one. Um, but yeah, no. If that comes down to Lions trying to you know win and get in, I think the Lions do it. I don't know, man. I, I see four touchdown Aaron Rodgers in this one, man. I, yeah, I was gonna. I was going to say, I I kind of see what you're saying, but I, after seeing what the Packers did to Minnesota last week in Green Bay, um, and then also, too, like um, Jared Goff, his home and road splits, playing in a dome versus playing outside, he's kind of like a like another version of Kirk Cousins in a way. <laughs> I, could, I could see them coming to Green Bay and just getting blasted. <laughs> What's the weather going to be like? Yeah, I, I didn't Ooh, check the weather yet. It's... Clear sky, 27 degrees at kickoff. It's at night, too, so it's going to just get nothing but cold. But I don't know, man. You, it's going to be raining, you, raining touchdowns from you, Aaron Rodgers. That's what it's going to be. But you cannot count this Lions team out either because they score touchdowns. Look, man, last Even, time we took last time we took the Lions on the road, man, they got smacked. <laughs> that's, but this is for this is. I get I get what you're saying, man. I think, it, all it, is, it, is a, it is a different Lions team. I think the hinge pin for the Lions is if they can get DeAndre Swift working, like at full at you know full workload, getting chunk plays, working them in the passing game. Then yeah, I think they got a chance because that because with the Vikings, I mean they they you could tell they were trying to get Dalvin Cook going, but it just they just couldn't get anything. There's no creativity. So maybe the Lions, if they can get the run game going, I I give them a shot. And Dalvin Cook has not like he had a really bad season like. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a third round pick. You said not that bad compared to other seasons that Delvin Cook did not look like Delvin Cook until probably like towards like the the second part, third part, like to the You're end. About like 1500 yards, 10, 10 to 12 touchdowns. Bro, Delvin uh, Cook did not look Delvin like himself Cook. this year at he, all. He ain't going to be no third round pick, Ryan. I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> if he's a third <laughs> round in the league. Come on, man. He'll be around like the two, three. Yeah, maybe you, said, you said he had how many yards? You said he had 15? No, no, no. You're talking about the old Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah, the yeah. 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns. No, he, I mean, Cook. he broke 1,000 yards this year. He had eight tu- eight, uh, eight tugs, but. Yeah. See, know, that's, like mediocre. That's, like, that's like mediocre now. 1,000 yards, eight Cook. touchdowns. He's like Alvin Cook now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Al- what about Alvin Kamara? Did he break 1,000? It kind of looked like he was like on, on the over-the-hill type of running back now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you see that. Like that. It's like that that graph I was talking to you guys about last or a couple weeks ago, where it was it had Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and Leonard Fournette, and you see all three of them at the 800 touch mark just decline. Oh, and wait, wait. so you you're picking the Jags over the Titans this week? Yeah. Look at you. You are a big believer of uh of ETN. 
I, I think they're that. I think they're a team of destiny. I like they're going to make it. They're they're kind of like the kind of like the Kings. Kings it, ain't, it ain't been in the playoffs since Mark Brunel, I think, man. Woo, <laughs> Mark Brunel. Yeah, I used to be my boy, man. When him and <laughs> when him and Brett Harvey used to sling it against each other, man. Yo. I haven't heard Mark's name in a minute. I remember Mark that guy. Brunel, yeah, man. I, that dude could sling it, man. Him and Fred was it Fred Taylor in the backfield and um, it was Jimmy was it Jimmy Smith as a receiver back in the day, man. Go way back with the stats, man. I've been playing fantasy Throwbacks. football since I was like 15. Throwbacks. I don't, you know, I don't see any other really good games this week, man. Um, maybe the Ravens and the Bengals, but I mean, you ain't got a what's his name playing, Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, and I think the Chiefs, Raiders, and the Lions, Packers are probably going to be the two, um, and and possibly the Titans, Jaguars. That's depending on how the uh, the quarterback play is for the Titans. I mean, um, what's it? Tannehill's not playing, so yeah, I like I like the Jags in that one too, though. So yeah, no, I think uh, the big ones on is Lions, Packs, and Raiders, Chiefs. So I got Raiders, and I got the Lions. So that's that's who I got this weekend, and my 49ers, man. I don't know, man. You look pretty good in black, man. I mean, shit. Throw a little shield right on the front right there. Like this. this is King's, it's King's gear, baby. Can't tell from here, this man. This is King's gear, baby. Look at that. Oh, this is King's gear, baby. Look at that. Ooh. All right, now I can see in the reflection. Ooh. Right, Talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. Um. You guys have a uh, anything else before we head up out of here? No, sir. All right, man. Um, well, again, I just want to say happy new year to everybody from all of us here at uh, This Is Your Fantasy. Uh, next week, we will be on Thursday night at 8 p.m., and we're only doing weekly podcasts from here on out. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Thursday, man. Um, it's your boy, Billy F. Gates, man. This is your fantasy. We out.